Everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Elite City. Um, it's me, Blasco, as always, and the old co-host up in the Great White North, Rick. What's up? Hey, hey, how's it going? Good. I tried to do better since I destroyed last week's intro. Well, I, I didn't do much better. I talked to an, a non-existent person, so I asked hey. everyone how it's going when clearly they can't respond. So, but slightly better today. We we did okay. Slightly. We're, we're learning every yeah. week. We're getting better. That's right. And, uh, well, we're like semi-professional. The first one was not that professional, but we're, we're getting professional now. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. By like but, episode 20, we'll have worked this out. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, we're starting with some breaking news. Uh, it's not the best news. Uh, this comes from wrestlingheadlines.com and it's also everywhere else right now. Um, unfortunately, uh, Jeff Hardy was arrested last night, and if I say this wrong, I apologize. Volusia County, Florida, uh, and there's no <laughs> um, doubt about what he got in trouble for. He got another DUI, and um, we're going to get into it. Uh, the, you know, the, with the ramifications of this Wednesday about what can happen, but he looks like he's in a boatload of trouble this time, and hopefully. He gets the help that he much needs. Um, so, Jeff, get your head on straight, get better, and we hope to see you back soon. Like I said, we'll get into it more in a little bit. Rick, do you have anything to say? Uh, no, basically that's all. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about what this means potentially for AEW and Dynamite and everything. But, yeah, like you said, the most important thing is, you know, Jeff Hardy and his, his health and his well-being because, like, this is a, it's not, it's a scary situation. I mean, it could, it could have been significantly worse than it was. <laughs> and... If, if you haven't heard about it, when we start to talk about how intoxicated he was, it was a very scary situation. Yeah, it could it could have been it could have been very very yes, bad. So. It could have been very bad, and, and hopefully, it's already very bad. So. Yes, yes, and hopefully this is what he needed to you know excuse my language get his ass in gear. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe this will scare him straight. Uh, yeah, that's about all we're gonna say right now, um, and. Hopefully that's all it takes. Um, so Jeff, get better. Everyone's thinking about you. Everyone's on your side. If Mox can do it, so can you. We're just exactly. under that. <laughs> so on to um, the week that was AEW. So much is happening uh, in these shows. Every yeah, week. it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, when when we're when we're watching the shows i mean we're, we're texting or we're, we're taking notes ourselves and by like yeah. the end of the show it's like so much has happened every single to the point where like by by this point we're recording this on monday by monday i'm like oh yeah all of that happened in one week yes and i was uh i was watching dynamite um i, I apologize i'm just gonna say this wrong i was watching rampage on a delay because shout out to my nephew congratulations graduated high school um awesome. on the duquesne uh he wants to go to school for cybersecurity, so we can hire him when Elite City is the number one podcast <laughs> in the world. Exactly. We overtake Joe Rogan. He could be our Yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, I 
as I was watching the show, um, all the shows this week, but as I was watching Rampage, especially like when I wasn't watching it live, I literally rewound segment because I didn't realize how much I I missed during right <laughs> the shows. And then so, now you add in, you add in. We'll talk about this more later too. You add in all the New Japan stuff that also is. It's yes, it, it's mean, a lot. It, it is a lot, and I mean, super cool. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Just, I mean, this is yeah. amazing. But. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's just uh, it's a different way to watch wrestling. It, it makes it more fun. Um, I compare this to like when I was into like playing fantasy hockey, like would watch every game under the sun so I could find some fourth line guy with good numbers to like pick up right and that's what this is like to be taking notes you're seeing all the little nuances of the people that you might not have noticed and it is such a well-oiled machine and we're going to get into it right now we we started off this week with the casino battle royal and i i love the way they do the battle royals with instead of one guy every 90 seconds or two minutes they give you like you have the heart spade diamond club and you get four yeah i like it i i can i can i can see how like not everyone gets their own entrance so maybe it's a little but like yeah it's i think it's fun yeah it's super fun my only nitpick on it was that i noticed a lot of tag teams seem to enter at the same with each other yeah i did notice that too and that was a little odd because i mean it, it technically is supposed to be random right so why are like three tag teams entering it <laughs> <That's> <laughs> entering yeah, like, it well i guess technically you only have four suits to pick from yeah, so your odds aren't that <laughs> but you're right all the tag teams were pretty much together yeah um, i mean great out of while i loved it yes and we're, we're also going to point out eddie kingston did not go over the top rope yes he did not he went through the ropes him and curtis axel He's still involved in the Royal Rumble. He was never wasn't eliminated. it? Wasn't didn't this happen to Eddie like two casino battle royals ago? I don't know. I, I, I think it did. It was a it was a a pay per view that I didn't see. It was like like pan, I I, I kind of checked out a bit during the the early pandemic part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was one of the like it might have been Double or Nothing, like two years <laughs> ago. And I'm pretty sure he 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 didn't get eliminated, and then he brought it up on Dynamite, and that's how he got a match against Moxley. Oh, you're right. That is correct. So this I'm is pretty sure that happened. happened to him. I'm pretty sure you're correct. Now that you say that, I do remember that. Wow. So I, so I hope he mentions it. I hope he mentions how like he didn't actually go over the top rope. And I hope he somehow boycotts battle royals because it's, <laughs> because it's happened like, twice. Yeah. Yeah. He, like he takes it personally, like it's against him. Yeah. yeah. Uh. We had a Joker, yes, and I was so happy the way they did it. They gave us somebody who just haven't seen for a couple weeks. Right. I mean, you can't – people expect a debut all the time, especially because of AEW. Exactly. I mean, AEW is built up for that. I mean, they, they kind of yes groom, groom you to expect a, a debut every time. But, Absolutely. yeah, I, I, was, I was happy with Andrade, especially because it was – I mean, it was a – everyone was kind of a surprise. We didn't really know who was going to be in this battle royal at all. Yeah. Oh, and the speculation is just fun to talk about. I mean, we had everybody right. from uh, Johnny Gargano to Hulk Hogan show. <laughs> like, it was, I mean, it was actually like, it could be him. It could be him. It was actually pretty lucky, and I think this goes with your theory of basically everything that's happening right now being a work that okay. they didn't do the Casino Battle Royal at Double or Nothing. I agree, because like, what are the chances that oh, 
we have to do this now. Oh, let's we have, have this. <laughs> oh, it's the, it's the Battle Royale we were supposed to have two weeks ago that we didn't have. Funny yeah. how that worked out. Yeah. Exactly. And that's I was just going to bring that up next. I, I, again, I don't know anything. This is totally just my opinion. But, yeah, I that worked out too perfectly. And we talked about that a few episodes ago, how perfectly things have been lining up for this. Right. It, 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 there's... I mean, if that's true, I know Tony Khan's rich, but he should play the Powerball because too much AW, is working out in his AEW seems, in general, it's like it's organized chaos. There's like so much going on. There's so much. I mean, how many people are injured at any given time? And this, like <laughs> right now, how many people are injured? Like, there's a lot, and uh-huh. it seems to just kind of be rolling somehow. Yeah, like it's yeah. odd that it, that it, maybe it's because the the New Japan people showed up at the exact right time, so they filled in for some of the people who can't wrestle. Yeah, but it seems to be just yeah. This show is just rolling. It's it, it, yeah. I don't want to just sit here and praise you know dynamite over and over again because it that's not no, interesting. No, but it, but you're correct though when you say that. I mean, it, 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 a deep roster again. We talk about this every week. Me and you watch pro sports, mainly hockey, but a deep roster is better than one line, I mean, right? You know, those and they've guys, built. They, they've built like I mean. We said this before. Danielson's gone. Moxie was gone for a while. Yeah. You know, Punk's gone. Adam Cole's yeah. gone. Like, and they, yeah. Kenny Omega's gone. Like, the, the fact that it took me five people to get to Kenny Omega, yeah, to be like, oh yeah, by the way, Kenny Omega's also gone. But like, he's 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 the center. I mean, he was and is you know the centerpiece of the company. I mean, when when AEW started, it was it was yeah. is Kenny Omega going to join go with them? Yeah. And now it's kind of like, yeah, he hasn't been here for you know eight months, and it's been fine. And, and I mean, th- this goes back to, you know, normally we bash WWE, or at least I do. Yeah. <laughs> this goes back to the Attitude Era and the well-oiled machine and the team that they had. Because right. Vince never uses that term, but th- those guys in the mid to late 90s, that was a team. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you at that at some point there, you could lose The Rock, you could lose Steve Austin, yep. you could lose, and they just kept going. And, yeah, yep, and there was a Triple H, and there was uh, oh, Mick there Foley or Shawn Michaels first time he retired for a minute. Yeah, there right. was a Mick Foley, there was an Undertaker, there was a Kane. Those guys, at any minute, anybody could have been main event if they needed to. And this, we see this happening again right now, and that brings us to pretty big surprise with Kyle O'Reilly winning. I definitely didn't expect that. Hundred percent on board with you. I did not see that coming at all. Thought it was cool though. Yeah, I thought I thought when Andrade was the Joker, I thought he was going to win. Yes, I I I think we both messaged the same thing to each other, like, "Oh, that's who's winning." (laughs) And yeah, it was a definite surprise. it, It was it was a total surprise. Very cool, the way that they set it up. And we'll get to the match later, which was a freaking clinic. But having him win, it just shows again what we were talking to. I mean, he's a ta- he's in a tag team, but time for him to step up. Maybe he wasn't even supposed to make it to the final four. Maybe it was supposed to be Danielson. Danielson can't go. Yeah. You know, hey Kyle, we we need you tonight. I okay, feel like cool, he's a, he, I feel like he's in line for some sort of singles push because he also beat Darby yet at double or nothing. Oh, that's true. Again, which, se- which, which seemed a little strange at the time because he's a he's a tag team guy. Why is he beating a singles guy? But yeah, I feel like they're they're yeah. pushing him for something. Either that, or maybe Bobby Fish is a little dinged up, like nothing major, but right. Maybe that's, they're just that's giving all, him a few weeks to heal. That's also entirely possible. 
And as soon as that match was over, <laughs> we had two surprises in a row because I didn't even know this was a thing. They announced a new title. The yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, when, when they said they were unveiling a new title, I thought it was going to be the trios just because Tony said the belts are made. I, I so, believe you mean the visionary Tony Khan. Ah, that's very true. I forgot. That is what He's that is what they called him in the promo. That is he, he is the true visionary. <laughs> uh, that seemed a little odd. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to go on a sidetrack here, but the visionary no, it, Tony Khan seems like a little. That's a little weird for a guy who's not on TV. But you could say he is kind of visionary for what he's doing with wrestling. I mean, yeah, he's rewriting I, I, everything. You can't even say it's wrong. It just seemed a little out oh, of yeah. left field. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the All-Atlantic title, uh, it, it's a beautiful title. Um, uh, they also started a tournament. Um, we're going to get into that here in a minute. And we only have a few weeks to find out who the um, Atlantic title, the first Atlantic title champion will be. They're having a fatal four-way, or a four-way, I'm sorry. I don't know if WWE own, owns that. So we'll call it a four-way for the belt at Forbidden Door. And we just learned before we started recording that um, New Japan is having two qualifying matches, two, and they're going to have two guys involved um, coming up into Forbidden Door itself. So uh, this is just fun. Uh, I love stuff that makes you say, hmm, like that is just super cool. And also Uh, the the brackets, I mean – no matter who, I mean, obviously we know who won one of them, but no matter yes. who wins any of these brackets, that match is going to be good. Uh, yeah, well, right after they announced it, we got our first match, which, I mean, these guys set the bar. So we had Buddy Matthews versus Pac. Yeah, that was a that was a hell of a match. It was a banger. Uh, from beginning to end, it was just a back and forth match. It was a solid wrestling match. I mean, they went out there and beat the hell out of each other. Uh, Pac advances, Pac advances. I'm sorry. Um, I can never tell if it's Pac or Pac. I would, I would have, if I had just saw it in writing, I would say Pac. But I mean, not, I on, commentary, the on commentary, they, on commentary, they, yeah, the rapper. <laughs> but on commentary, they call him Pac. So I guess that's what right. it is. And I mean, and there's X Pac too. So right, spelled spelled the same. So right. Um, but uh, Pac advances, and he's my pick to win the title. I think they're going to give it to him. Uh, He's done nothing but work his ass off for AEW since. He's yeah, been I think there. that makes a lot of sense, and I feel like part of the reason he hasn't been given more of a push is I think he lives, he still lives in England, yes. so he he goes back and forth. Yeah. So if this is going to be sort of a you know international, non-US title, it makes yes. it makes a lot of sense for him to have it if he's going to be elsewhere. Uh, right, and you know the AEW and 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 England is actually border, you know, in the Atlantic versus yes. the other. Versus like Australia or Japan that, yeah, aren't. definitely thought that was weird too. Uh, <laughs> it was a little strange. I mean, I, I, the name sounds cool, All Atlantic Championship. Like it sounds yes. good, but it like a lot of those countries aren't in the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I, I, I didn't even notice that you pointed it out, and you're like, well, look at the flags on it. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's like fifty percent. You're right. <laughs> now, my but I mean, the name itself, I like. It's a, it's a unique name. I've never heard that in wrestling. You hear, cool you hear U.S. title, European title, Intercontinental title, you know, TV title, but you've never heard All Atlantic titles. So, and apparently, it's a, um, it's kind of a tribute to the old Mid Atlantic title, which. I could be oh, wrong. Okay. I that makes sense. It was 
I think it was an NWA or maybe even a uh, a world class. Uh, okay, that makes wrestling. sense. I, I don't know. I I had I had kind of read about that, but I it's not confirmed. Uh, that makes sense though, especially call it. Put, yeah, it was an NWA title. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. um, that makes a lot of sense because it would take you know mid Atlantic and then the all from all elite. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, it's still okay. weird, but it makes sense. It is yes. Now my question to you is that now their version of the Intercontinental title and the TNT title will be like the not beginner title, but like the more open challenge title. So yeah, it's not a, going down. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Like Hangman I, could go for the right. TNT title now. I was thinking that. I was like, I mean, I was the, the closest I could compare. I mean, there's two things you can compare it to. One is WCW, where they had a you know the world title, the US title, the TV title, and the tag belts. Very, very true. So I guess the TBS title, the TVNT title, would be the the TV title in that comparison. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I looked at too. Um, like, but it's kind of positioned at least now, at least thanks to the, you know the Cody stuff. It was always positioned as a this is not a mid card title, but right. I mean it's kind it's kind of I mean it's I can see what you like the point of that like yeah it's not a step down if you know Hangman or Moxley or someone goes after it like it's not necessarily a a step down, right? But I mean they kind of have to be differentiated from each other. I I that's what I was just gonna say. I, the only thing that I don't want is there to be just a slew of people. And going for whatever, and then it kind of demeans the rest. Like I would the title, not the rest. That's I I, I would I would kind of like if you know the the TNT title and the TBS title. I would kind of like take take the rankings out of those belts. Yeah, they do kind of seem open. That's pretty. And cool. it's That's more of idea. an open. It's more of an open challenge thing. And and yeah. I know right now, right now, you know, some, some wrestlers were on the open challenge. It's like I think Scorpio Sky. He said he's not doing open challenges. Right. I, I think they should kind of have though that's the open challenge belt. Like your thing is like a TV title. You have to be on TV every week and you have to keep yeah. defending it. That's that's what this belt is. And I mean, some of the TV titles throughout history, I mean, the ECW TV title to me was more prestigious than the ECW title. Right. Yeah, when Rob so, Van Dan have it, had it, he had it for I like mean, what a, a like over a year or something. Over, I don't remember like, how yeah, long. I think a year and a half and then yeah. I think he broke his leg and that's how he had to give it up. Yeah, he never actually lost it. Yeah. So, you know, that's what that's a great point, which I hope they do uh, if they would get rid of the brackets for those two titles and make them the open titles. That would be super cool. And then or, like you said, oh, or are they going to do like a an international thing like this title is defended? I mean, AEW doesn't have international events right now, but would be like a traveling title. It, maybe that could maybe that's what the All Atlantic will be. You know, like you said, if Hawk takes it back to. England and he wrestles on indie shows over there, you know, he could put it on the line over there. Right. Or if, or, I mean, we're just assuming that he's going to win it. Uh, you know, what if one of the guys from new Japan wins it, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, uh, an AEW title. Right. I could see it as a way to promote AEW elsewhere. Yes. Does it even say AEW on it? It doesn't, but it's not very large. So uh, maybe that's their grand scheme of things. It's going to be yeah. free advertisement. <laughs> yeah. So on on that note, and I saw a lot of talk about this on, on Twitter when they announced it. Do you think they have too many belts? No, I never. That, that, to me, 
this is totally my personal opinion. To me, you never have enough belts. Uh, so it's it's an honor to hold a belt when you're in pro wrestling. Well, when you're in any combat sports, it's an honor to hold a belt. But in pro wrestling, it's an honor. And those guys take, and girls, they, they take that very seriously. And I think you put a belt on somebody, they up their game just because. That's yeah. That's my opinion. I thought they definitely needed another belt because the, 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 the world title isn't defended regularly, which I don't think it should be. It should be, you know, a pay-per-view or it, big matches like once yeah. in a while. Yes. And then the, the TNT title was kind of a every show sort of thing. But they, you, you, they needed a, like a stepping stone title. Like you, you win this one before you go on to. For, for sure. So I think for it was sure. necessary. I could yeah. see the, the issue that some people have. And I think this is a short term issue because there's also ROH belts around right now. Yeah, that, that's what I was just going to say, too. If, as soon as ROH gets its its feet on the ground and back up and running, you're going to see less of those guys and girls in AEW. Right, and I think that that's, that's been confusing mostly with the, the tag belts. We're, we'll talk about the tag situation <laughs> more later. But, like, it has been confusing yeah. with the tag belts because they lots of people routinely refer to FTR as the best team because they yeah. have two titles. But, I mean, <laughs> Jungle, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus seem to have no issue with this. They, they they never come out and go. By the way, we have the the AEW. Yes, we titles. have the titles that actually belong to this company. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, hey, that's great booking right there. Um, yeah, but but once you take the ROH belts out, and I mean, people will wear belts. I mean, Will Osprey, I think, wore the Rev Pro belt when he came out. I mean, they yeah. defended and they've defended the uh, the New Japan belts a couple times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the true. US the US title. Yeah. Um, but I think that also makes it kind of cool. I mean, AEW is 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 the world of wrestling. I mean, they know they they know that everyone knows that they're not the only company out there, and they acknowledge everything else too. So, and even having... even Hang, we'll mention this later. But even Hangman mentioning that there are other world titles. Like, I think yeah. that I don't I don't think that devalues AEW. I think it's obviously there's other stuff going on. Like, you're not right. there. Yeah, um, it's it's you know it's just like pro boxing and MMA like. UFC title is not the only mixed martial arts title. Right. Uh, just because it's the most popular doesn't mean it's the only one. Man. And even when you go to, you know, like what we mentioned hockey a lot, I mean, there's the Stanley Cup, but there's also, you know, the World Juniors. There's the World Championship yes. that runs at the same time as the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Um, uh, there's um, there, there's uh, the Olympics. There's various other things. Like, Yeah. See, I, I am very jealous because you get to watch the World Juniors. I can't. So. <laughs> totally off topic and just quick answer because people don't want to hear this do you actually get to watch this on real tv yeah it's on tsn oh that's and it's like it's a big deal uh yeah (laughs) it's how it's how it's how i imagine um americans watch college football oh yeah i yeah it's it's like it's a really big deal well uh so jealous anyways (laughs) (laughs) and on that note we'll talk about trent's promo (laughs) <laughs> yes. Speaking of the uh, RH titles and yes. in New Japan, uh, I I think this is probably the best promo Trent ever gave. And yeah, it goes into a little bit of the uh, talk about things being work. A uh, little inside baseball when he says, "You know, my friends aren't even here tonight." Saying right. like, "Well, okay, there's all these people here, but the people that." paved the way for you you don't even have them on your show you know right I mean, right knows they're backstage but i loved the 
little blur the lines of reality a little bit. The slow, the slow kind of, not really breakup, but like the slow drifting apart of best friends has been interesting. It had, yeah. And it all started with Wheeler. Yeah. He, like, he actually left, like he chose to, but then like uh, Chris Datlander kind of just moved on and yeah, like Trent kind of just moved on. And like, it's interesting. It, honestly, like I just thought of this right now. It's not even in the notes. I haven't seen Orange Cassidy on television in like a month. No, I know he got injured, but like not, he was in a sling for a bit, but then he wasn't. Right. So and he's not, I mean, I mean, he can, he could be on the shows if he wanted, like there's, there's probably a reason he's not there. I don't know what it is, but. Probably something for down the line. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe something I was, forbidden door. I was he's... even thinking, and this is like a, sorry to cut you off. This was even, this is, this is like a, you know, a, a weird point. I'm not sure how to make it. Um, the name best friends reminds me of you know like when you're in high school or when you're in college and you have like a group of like your best friends and you see mm-hmm. them all the time and like the best friends originally seem like the high school kids like they're kind of like the nerds they're not like they're not the cool kids really yeah but they're yeah. like good friends and they have each mm-hmm. other and they you know they make they make each other cool because they're a group right but it reminds me of like when you're in high school and those people are like your world and you're together with them all the time and then you move on to like you know college or jobs or whatever yeah and you don't like have a fight with those friends yes but you just kind of you you just kind of move off onto your own natural path that seems like that's what's happening with them and i don't know if that's on purpose or if that's just me reading into it because i i watch too many like emo teen comedies (laughs) um but (laughs) but but that's what it feels like to me and that's a that's the best way to put it there was no uh there was no infighting in the group. There was no, it just kind of like you said, it was just kind of this natural drift apart. Uh, but go and take everything that you just said, I'll throw you a little curveball. Uh, <laughs> Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy are also in Chaos, which is a New Japan stable. Right. With, with Trent Beretta. So right. maybe it's just a setup for them to show up at Forbidden Door. Also true. I, <laughs> but go going to New Japan, I think the tag team of Rapongi Vice is I mean, I've liked Rapongi Vice since they were in ROH and right. always thought they were super cool to the point where I had to look up what Rapongi was because they always referenced <laughs> it and it's just a really nice place. Uh, yeah, I remember I looked it up at like I think it was at all all in. I think they were on that show. Yeah, and I looked it up, and I looked it up then. And it's it's a great name. And Rapongi Vice challenged uh, FTR for the ROH title. Uh, FTR accepted. Then, ah, <laughs> uh, it was so good. We got Will Osprey and United Empire to mess that all up. My God, did I have to like bite my tongue for not screaming at the top of my lungs because I didn't expect that. <laughs> I mean, that I was knew, cool. Yeah, I knew it had to come. But yeah, especially because they mentioned him. I think I think Trent mentioned yes. something about Will Ospreay. So then you're like, they're not going to drop his name and then not have him show up. Right. But just because he showed up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he'd show up on this show. I thought they'd name drop him and then he'd it, show up like next week. Yeah, like, but yeah, exactly. What? Oh, that, and then we're, we're going to talk about the match they had on Friday night too. I, that was next level. But that whole segment 
set up so much, and it was what a total of three minutes, if that. Yeah, they're starting to get really good. I mean, not even starting; they've done it for a while. They get really good at using their TV time. Like it's a it's a couple minute segment, but it does a lot. Yeah, I mean that right there got Rapongi Vice in the ROH title picture. It got FTR saying, "Yes, you're worthy opponents," and then Will Osprey comes in and basically tells everybody he's the best, and you got to fight him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I wonder what that. Match. I wonder what that's going to do for Forbidden Door. Like, what match we're getting there? Uh, yeah, you know, are we going to get Rapongi Vice and FTR because there's New Japan people there, and that right. would be New Japan versus AEW. I don't know if that's how they're booking every match. Though. Right. I, you know, uh, but and United Empire is what five guys. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think it is. Uh, I think I think it's Osprey and then um, the two guys who showed up this week, and then uh, oh what's yeah, his name? and it's uh, the two guys who showed up a couple weeks ago. That yeah, Great O'Con and, and uh, what's his name? Jeff Cobb. Uh, there it is, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> so, I, oh no, there's a lot. I looked it up right now. What? There's one, two, three, oh, four, there's more five, okay. six, seven. There's eight. There's eight guys in it. Well, there, I was going to say, if there was only two more, I was going to say, there's your Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy, and that'd be a 10-man tag. Right. First, I feel like first. I feel like it is going to be some sort of, you know, 10-man ten, ten tag, because, I mean, there's a lot of guys on both these rosters, and they can't all be in singles matches. Yeah, or else or else Forbidden Door will be three days long. Right. WrestleMania. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I, so I feel like we're going to get a lot of, you know, 10-man, 12-man tags, and yeah, go, go for it. Yeah. That'll be fun. I, yeah, it all and see that's the difference between an AEW fan and like you know they the internet always says what about the casuals blah 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 right well everybody knows that if there's ten man matches twelve man matches like the average person will complain about that whereas we're like no make it a sixteen man and add, <laughs> add two more so we get more people like <laughs> that's that's the thing I think about Forbidden Door I mean it's definitely not a, a casuals show it's a you know it's a fan yeah. service show it's a you know people <laughs> yes people who watch wrestling are going to pop when they see Will Ospreay or whoever it is like it's it's a show for for people who know who what New Japan is yeah right but <laughs> but that that's perfectly fine I feel because like. Yes, you want to expand your audience and you want to get more people to watch. And obviously that's the goal. But you also have to keep the people who are your fans happy. Yeah. And we say it every week. Tony Khan is just as much a fan as he is the owner. So he's going to book things that we want to see because he wants to see. Right. And it does remind (laughs) me of like, you know, ECW. In the in the night, I didn't even watch much ECW, but from what I know of ECW, is yeah, people would show up. Like Scott Hall would show up for like yeah. two matches, yep. and like obviously he's not an ECW guy. Everyone knows who Scott Hall is, and he worked for he's he's not famous mm-hmm. from his ECW work, but like yeah. the fans in the arena the day Scott Hall showed up, that was pretty cool, and they were excited. And I mean, that's kind of what this is. It, yeah, and uh, it, uh, it's it's so. Well, I, I was going to bring this up later, so I'll bring it up now. So I'll, I'll skip ahead here. New Japan, to me, is like WWE of Europe. And, right. You know, I mean, they're enormous. They are right. the – they might be bigger as far as, like, their footprint than WWE, in my opinion. 
I mean, they have, they're like the old NWA. Like, they have offices everywhere. Like, right. WWE runs out of Stanford, Connecticut. Like, New Japan, they have offices and things in California. They have them everywhere. Like, WWE is big in because it's American. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And America, and American television and, and media is big. Yes. But yeah, New Japan like, is big in the sense of like scope and size. Yes. That, that, there you go. To me, New Japan, they're, I, I want to know how they're running it. I know they respect pro wrestling. And it, like, is it going to be like a 50 50 book? You know, does Tony Khan have some say in some matches and like they have some say in some matches? Or is it just going in and, hey, let's just do this for the fans? We don't care who wins. This isn't about us and our companies. Let's make a boatload of money. And, you know, everybody knows that it's fake anyway. So, right. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, oh, AEW won 11 of the 12 matches. Like, right. nobody cares. Yeah, I, I, wonder, I wonder how they're going to do it. That's interesting. Yeah, like that's why I was thinking because if WWE was involved, you know how they would want to do it. Right. Well, we're winning every match. Why? Because. Do you you remember (laughs) like, I don't know, a year ago, time has lost all meaning to me, when there was the rumors of of WWE having an an, uh, agreement with New Japan? Yes, I do remember that. And I remember people like on on Twitter being excited and like fantasy booking matches they want to see. And I remember thinking like, WWE is not going to do that. Like they're not they're not gonna have you know Okada and and Roman Reigns because unless they agree that Roman Reigns destroys him like that that's just not how WWE works and I this is again we don't want to just bash them but like they would right. not have they would not have a match where like they're seen as an equal to New Japan like that's not gonna happen yeah no they uh-uh. <laughs> whereas like a- AEW is perfectly fine with being like we're a, a large you know, North American wrestling company and they're a large Japanese wrestling company and we're both very good and they seem to be fine with that. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, it's the bottom line and just give it to the fans. You're going to make all the money. It don't matter who wins. Yeah, it'll be cool to see what happens. I mean, this this kind of seems like a not an all-star game because it has storylines and things going into it, but like who really cares who wins an all-star game, right? I mean, you right. want to you want to see people do when they have all-star games, you want to see all the big names and you want to see them do cool stuff. And like, yep. but like, it doesn't matter who wins. No. So it, this it, is more like, a, I've always wanted to see, you know, Brian Danielson face this guy. I've always wanted to see Okada face this guy. And like, who cares who wins the match? Really? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, this is, it's the first, well, I mean, you could, excuse me, you could say the first all-in was the first major super show and this will be like the second right but i honestly i think this is a little bigger in scope if, yeah it feels especially because a well especially because AEW really exists all all in was bigger because it kind of came out of nowhere right right this this is bigger in the sense that the companies involved are bigger right now um after that that whole segment with Trent and FTR and United Empire. I, I thought, I don't want to say this match fell flat. I did well for Hangman. I just maybe put a little too much scope in David Finley. I don't want to say he was bad. I just think AEW this is the first time AEW ever talked somebody up and they didn't deliver. That's my Yeah. Opinion. 
this match, I, yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad, but I think it's because of everything that happened earlier on in the show. I spent part of this match, like, you know, on Twitter and, like, looking up guys in New Japan and, like, <laughs> finding, out, finding out who was in United Empire and stuff like that. Um, so I, I can't say that I paid 100% attention to it, but it seemed fine. Yeah, I mean, it totally was fine. It was a, a very sound, solid wrestling match. But to hear, like, the announcers and Regal putting David Finley over before his music even hit, I was right. like, okay, this is going to... And then it was just good. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, and, and, I mean, it had a means to end an end. I mean, there was a reason for the oh, match. Yeah. To ha- but, Absolutely. like, yeah. And every, I mean, every match isn't going to be a, you know, classic. So that's fine. Yeah. Oh, to- to- like I said, it was a minor complaint, but... Uh, Hangman wins, uh, and then he comes out and says he wants Okada. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, let let's go. Yeah, <laughs> that was I, awesome. I had, now I have it in my notes here that two <laughs> Cole Adam Cole was doing commentary during this too. Uh, I I think he's fantastic on uh, commentary. I something I didn't know he was able to do this well. He, he's very good he made a comment that it's going to come full circle when we talk about um rampage but basically says he's not worthy of okada and to me that's playing into hangman's psyche again and i think they're doing this really well right because i mean when you really think about it i mean Hangman, yeah, Hangman's not the champion now, and and I mean the stuff Adam Cole said was true. Hangman's not the right. champion anymore. Adam right. Cole won the Owen Hart tournament, but but I mean when you look at the feud between Hangman and Adam Cole, Adam Cole beat him pretty decisively. I mean, sorry, yes. Hangman, Hangman beat him pretty decisively. Like Adam Cole yeah. lost that feud straight up, like dumb, yeah. like that that uh, Texas Death Match was like a defiant win. Yeah. There was no, oh, it was barely, it was close. Like Hangman beat him very decisively. So yeah, it make, it makes sense that Adam Cole would be saying this thing, these things to like mess with him. And yes, and then this, like I said, this is what I'm going to get to a little bit later. But you know, at the end of the New Japan pay per view, Jay White had some words for Hangman right. Page, and very interesting because they both I, went the same. They both went the same route, and I'm wondering if that is all part of the master plan. Because, I think it's definitely I mean, interesting, and we will we will talk about it. I kind yeah. of would like to see Hangman and Adam Cole not be together for a little while, just because they had a feud that lasted quite a while. I, I agree with you. And okay. I would kind of like them to do their own things separately from one another. And it feels to me like um, like how Death Triangle on House of Black kind of delayed the the Julia Hart turn because they were waiting you know for phoenix to get yeah. healthy and then they were waiting yeah. like they, they were waiting for something it seemed like it stretched out a long time because they were waiting for someone to come back right um e- even the sammy the sammy uh tnt title stuff it was seemed like they were waiting for Paige van zandt to like be ready to wrestle and they kind of yeah. like stretched that yeah. out a while um so this makes me think are they waiting for kenny omega well i was gonna say either that or they're setting up a bullet club versus the elite and then Jay White and Adam Cole are going to put Hangman in the direct middle, totally mess with his confidence and his psyche. Yeah, they're all friends, and he's now in the center. And I feel, I feel like this. Way, requ- I feel like this requires Kenny Omega, though. Like, I feel like you uh, yeah, can't you know, a- yeah. accurately do that story. Like, I mean, you can do that story, but you, like, you, you need Kenny Omega to have that story make 
be its best. And if you have Kenny, then, oh, then you could have the undisputed elite versus the elite versus Bullet Club. <laughs> right. And I feel like that might be what they're waiting for. I feel like that's why they're kind of, they seem like they are dragging out this hangman uh, Adam Cole thing. And I think that's... that they might be waiting for, they might be waiting for New Japan. They, they probably seem like they're waiting for, you know, travel restrictions to ease. They, they're waiting for something. Well, that just, I don't know if you heard about it in the United States, but we no longer have the, um, uh, the uh, week quarantine right leave country and come back so that's right now it goes different ways you know uh it doesn't mean people leaving they still like Pac can't fly back and forth week to week now because in europe he still has to wait the week right you know like so it's not totally out of the water yet but i I think we're getting close to a little bit more of a free travel yeah and i think that that might be with that, that could kind be really involved new japan AEW thing evolving around bullet club and hangman and elite and they need they need to be able to go back and forth maybe that's what they need and that would be amazing <laughs> that would be utterly amazing so yeah let's let's go let's do whatever it takes uh wardlow comes to the ring i so love this promo this yeah it was this, good this promo was like a guy. It was, yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. It was very CM Punkish. Yeah. He, he and, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say he he pulled back the curtain, uh, and he said he wanted to pin the champs, uh, shoulders down. He said I didn't want to be in the battle royal because I wanted the belt. I didn't want to be a middle guy. You know, right. I didn't want to be the tra- transition guy to you came back. Thought that was really cool. It, it I thought that was really good. Yeah, yeah, and it made a lot of sense. I mean, yes, because you you always hear about asterisks and in, in things, right? Yeah. You didn't. This yeah. guy was injured. That's an asterisk. It doesn't really like. So you don't. Yeah, I could see Wardlow. He wants his, if he's going to win his first, you know, world title. Yeah. he wants to beat the actual champion. I thought, yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, he he doesn't want to win a tournament or yeah he wants the guy at his best and he wants to beat the best right i think it makes a lot of sense and it, i love i love that they explained it because i could tell uh, even, people on the yes. internet were i mean people on the internet are mad all the time but people on the uh, internet were like he's yeah. he's ranked number two why is he not in the battle royal well here we'll explain it for you like which wait <laughs> wait five minutes yeah <laughs> it's like it's coming it's coming just wait no, so yeah it was it was great we could have paused dynamite right there and we could have sat there and said hey let's guess what the very next thing that's going to happen is and <laughs> nobody in their mother would have ever guessed <laughs> that smart mark sterling could come down and challenge wardlow to either a day in court against all 20 of his <laughs> clients or he could wrestle that 20 on one this week <laughs> first of all i i love that I, I had no idea where they were going with these, like this lawsuit. So this exactly. is an amazing, this is an amazing way to, to <laughs> end this a, lawsuit. Yes, it is. Second of all, I think that this is how they should handle legal cases. It should be <laughs> either you, you go to court and you argue you against the, the, the other side, or you have a sanctioned wrestling match. And those are your, Let's those go. are your choices. <laughs> Let's go. And I love Let's that they're like, they're, they are, they're announcing it as like Wardlow versus 20 security guards. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, everybody knows one of them is going to be somebody that's a surprise. Right. 
And, and it's going to, I mean, the first, probably the last one, but the first 19, he's just going to be throwing people around and it's going to be hilarious. Like, it's going to be great. I, personally, I hope all 21 people are in the ring and they somehow get the person that's the surprise, maybe in the middle and you don't quite recognize who it is or maybe right. like, I, I really hope they do something like that. Uh, now, who would you, if you're fantasy booking this and you had, hmm. Who would you put in as a little, a little surprise? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. Because it's not going to be a big star. Because Wardlow's no. going to the, the point of this is for Wardlow yes. to like crush crush everybody. Yeah. Right. So, but like one, yeah, one of them has to be a guy that you're like, oh yeah, you know that guy. Um, I was I was thinking I, it was going to be like Fuego or Sabentico. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. It's too bad that I think he's passed away. But remember Ralphus Jericho's guard? Oh yeah. I think I think he I think he's no longer with us. But that would uh, be that would that that would be a really funny, like <laughs> Easter Easter egg to throw in yeah. there. He just tried, he needed some extra money. He just tried to sneak in, and then he gets yeah something something <laughs> like that. Like I feel I feel like they're gonna bring they're gonna bring back a, a you know an old an old reference that seems like an AEW thing to do. You know, like when yeah. Jericho had to do the 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 labors and they threw in uh Juventud Guerrero in there just for fun. <laughs> Well, I feel like I, I feel like they'll do something like that. I, how amazing would it be? <laughs> this is just popped in my head right now. If it was Road Dog and he oh, gets yeah. anni- <laughs> he gets annihilated, and then Billy comes running down and like <laughs> has to carry him back or something. I think yeah, I feel like that. I feel like it'll be something like that. It's not going to be yeah. like a big star, but it'll be some funny little thing that they throw it, in well, there. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it would be a funny thing. And something like that where it can involve Billy Gunn or, you know, have a, uh, well, I, I was going to say Mick Foley, but he's injured. But have, like, someone from, like, an old, old WWE guy and have, like, gold, well, not gold dust, but Dustin run down and, like, oh, right. no, my friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, fun. That would be very fun. And I think this is a really fun thing to give Wardlow to do because, I mean, there's a lot going on in AEW right now and he's not in the title tournament and he's not, I mean... He'll probably be at Forbidden Door, but he doesn't. He's not like a like a New Japan type guy, right? He's not like he doesn't have any history with Japan. He doesn't have like right. so to give him they just just to give him something to do for a show because he's hot yeah, oh. and fans <laughs> like him. So like this is cool. And yeah, yeah, and it's gonna. I mean, obviously, just like the promo I said, like it's gonna make him quote unquote look stronger because dude beat twenty guys, right? Ah. <laughs> And he'll throw them around, and he'll. There'll uh, probably be one really. There won't be one really small guy that he can like lift up course. over his head, and like it'll be cool. Yeah. Oh, and you know he's gonna do the thing where they all beat him down, and he's like down on one knee, and then he springs up, and everybody flies out, pushes like, them all away. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be so good. It'll be fun. Uh, and he challenged for the TNT title, which will be interesting. It, well, that's what I was just getting at. Uh, that uh, that move is wonderful. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it, though. It's going to be very interesting because I, I'm sorry, Scorpio has to keep this title for a minute. It yeah, he has to keep, too it, much. It's changed too much, and Scorpio kind of feels like he's been an afterthought. And I mean, he should get like a longer run with this belt. Like it should be. I don't know how they'll yeah. do it, but I feel like he uh, should have a run for a while. I mean, the the good thing is like they could, as we talked about last week, they could honestly hold that until Battle of the Belts. Because right. this month we have um, Forbidden Door, and next month they're going to be pumping out um, 
a lot of Ring of Honor stuff. Pay-per-view is, uh, I think it's in the first two weeks of July. I can't remember the exact date. Uh, but, you know, they could just, you know, kind of hold off till the end of summer. And then that would give Sky a solid, what, five-month run? Right. What, about April? Amazing. And I think they and I think they could um they can keep Wardlow busy with like smart Mark Sterling like they can throw they can have him throw some other people at him they could have like yeah j- just throw people like make it like Goldberg when he was just crushing jobbers every week like I don't care who the guy Wardlow power bombs is yeah like no yeah if if cause... if they had some random you know pick pick someone off dark or someone who you know we don't have to know who they are and give them five minutes and let Wardlow power bomb them a bunch and people will cheer like that's good. Uh, yeah, and I also just thought of the funny person that it could be. One hundred percent, it could be Dan House. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, Dan House like sne- Dan House sneaks in somehow. Sneaks in make, and wants to make extra money, so he's that's like. What I was in, just gonna in, say. In his, yeah. Yeah, he, he went to he went to Smart Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a smart Mike. Yeah, he heard he, extra he, money. He, he he heard there was a lawsuit and he could get some money. Yeah, that that yeah. would be funny. <laughs> And then just like when he found out it had to be Wardlow, he starts yelling at everybody just leave. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah. Um, now, this is what we were at the beginning of the show. We had some breaking news. We were, this is what we were leading to. when We said we'd get into it a little deeper. Uh, the Young Bucks, hell of a promo, hell of a summer these guys are having. And it's yeah. June. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh can can they please, if any AEW people ever listen to this and hear this, make a shirt the summer of bucks. Come yeah. on. Uh, they can have money falling from the sky. Just it's perfect. That's that seems perfect. Yeah. Now they're cutting their promo talking about how great they are and and how they're unstoppable. And you had the Hardys come down to interrupt. Thought it was a great move. And kind of a surprise because I didn't expect what was happening next. Uh, Christian and Jurassic Express show up and challenge all three to a ladder match this Wednesday. Are you serious? <laughs> and and I like I kind of like the um, Christian Jungle Boy thing where Christian just keeps making Jungle Boy like books him in matches. Yeah, and Jungle Boy's <laughs> always like, you, seriously, like yeah, you like really again? like. Come on, guys! And Christian's like, no, no, he can do it. And he just puts him in the match. Yeah, hey, it's, it's, it's fate. And, um, and, Chris, and Christian just always referring to them, like, as we. Like, you're not the champions. We're the champions. We're the champions. And, and like, yeah. that, you didn't really do anything, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're kind of our manager that yeah. wrestles. <laughs> that, that's going to go somewhere. I mean, that's going to end up in a, a Christian heel turn, I'm assuming. That yeah. seems like that's where it's leading. Um, well, uh, th- this gets into, I mean, obviously this match is still going to happen, but... Uh, I mean, AEW's tweeting of the of the card doesn't even have this match on it anymore, so they might oh, just eliminate really? the match. Yeah, they might Ooh. just eliminate the match. I did not even notice that. Makes me well, think that I makes it actually more unfortunate because it feels like the Hardys were going to win because now that it looks oh, like I they're just canceling. They were. Yeah. Now it looks like they're just canceling the match. So like it's very unfortunate that I they would have you know won the titles and had a moment. And they probably wouldn't have held them for a long time, but they would have had a moment where they got to win the AEW belts and be a part of that. And it, it sucks that they're not right now. Yeah. I mean, in this well, grand scope of things, you know, his health, Jeff's health is obviously that, more important than, than tag team titles. But right. as a fan, yeah. it, that sucks. I, I, I agree. But maybe that's the 
you know, if, if now that the match is off of, I did, like I said, I didn't even notice that. Um, you know, maybe Tony's just taking the L and saying, look, dude, we're going to do whatever it takes. A match is a match is a match. I'll book two other random people. You know, right. Get yourself healthy. Back. Because... I mean, even when they, they announced the match, I was a little fearing for Jeff Hardy. Oh, just because... Yeah. <laughs> just yes. just because, like, I mean, the, there was the, the rumors or the confirmed confirmation from, from Matt that he was, like, banged up after Double or Nothing. And, I mean, we've yeah. seen what Jeff Hardy's been doing. And yeah. it's not it's not things that Jeff Hardy needs to be doing at, at this state in his career on a weekly basis. Um, so I was a little worried that like, yeah, he's going to jump off something and he's, he could he could break his back. Like I I legitimately <laughs> yeah. was worried about that. Yeah. Um, and now adding in everything else that we know. Um, well, it, it's, it, I'm not I'm not going to say it's good that he's not in the match because of the circumstances that, that led to him right. not being in the match. But you're right. Maybe this is what he needs. Maybe he needs to like be away and he needs to like have some consequences and he needs to like have, you know, different, he's been to rehab. I mean, WWE has sent him to rehab. Um, WWE offered to send him to rehab again uh, when he, when he walked out on them and that, that doesn't seem to be working. So maybe he needs something else. Maybe there's, there's another, I don't know what you do in this situation. I'm not an expert. I'm not a professional at this, but I mean, maybe Tony Khan knows someone or maybe they can, they can set him up with some, something. I was going to say he, he's, facing a litany of charges here uh right and these are just the ones that we know (laughs) there could be more uh and we'll find out actually his court date is tomorrow um june 14th at 1 30 so tomorrow late afternoon ish we will definitely know more but he was booked on driving on a canceled suspended or revoked license uh, violation of restrictions placed on a driver's license, DUI of alcohol, and, and it was like alcohol slash and or drugs. So it right. turns out he was drunk. But and that's his third offense in ten years. And yeah. he had a. Uh, I mean, he was he was driving on a suspended license that he was suspended for driving under the influence. Exactly. <laughs> right. And he was. Uh, he had a cash bond of $3,500, uh, $500 fine for the license charges, and $2,500 for the DUI. That's $6,500 in fines alone. Right. Dude could definitely afford it, but they are going to, in my opinion, they're going to throw the book at him because I looked this up earlier. The license charges are a second-degree misdemeanor. That can hold anywhere from three to seven years in prison. And the DUI charge is a third degree felony that can go from a year to two in prison. So worst yeah. case scenario, he's looking at eight years in prison. If right. Somebody can't pull some strings for him. And I mean, I don't know if you've heard anything about the Tammy stitch situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, she, she was in a similar situation where she, unfortunately, yes. I believe she was in an accident that, that led to someone's death. Yes. Um, and now I think she, I think she's been sentenced. I think she's in jail. Yeah, um, she's in jail right now. And that's the sort of thing where you feel like that's obviously sad that she's you know in that situation, but like it's obviously awful what she did as well. Um, yep. And thankfully, <laughs> Jeff. I mean, Jeff Hardy has so far only been hurting himself, which is bad. Um, but I mean, he could definitely have hurt or worse somebody else. So how he hasn't blows my mind. I mean, yeah, thank God, 
but yeah. how he hasn't hurt somebody blows my mind. And what are these people doing driving anyway? Like, you're rich. Call an Uber. I mean, right. I can afford an Uber. You can it's afford a, an Uber. Like, I mean, hire a driver. I mean, he can, he can afford it. Say that, yeah. Hire, hire a guy whose job it is to drive in places. Like, people have drivers. Like, hire a driver. Yeah. And, and you don't even have to have it as like a, because I get drunk a lot, I have a driver. No, famous people just have drivers sometimes. Like, just, that's yep. fine. Yeah. Or like, just call limo service. Show up to the bar in a limo. Right. <laughs> it doesn't get yeah. any more baller than that. <laughs> right. So, hopefully, this is the, you know, kickstart he needs to turn his life around because he's been given chance after chance after chance that he's messed up and i i really want to see how tony Khan deals with this uh, not yeah. saying that he'll he'll mishandle it and i i'm actually seeing hope in it by you saying uh they took the match totally down because right in the grand scheme of things pro wrestling's nothing <laughs> right you know uh, so yeah, yeah it's even it's even kind of a weird to say like oh I, I wanted to see that match and I did but like yeah. it doesn't matter yeah like it, it doesn't I'm, matter and if if the match happens well we'll say if uh obviously without the Hardys do you think I brought this up to you earlier do you think they maybe have put Christian with uh Matt yeah, I mean it's possible if they if they want to do it. I mean if they want to have the match and they want, I mean they'll probably give Matt a partner. So yeah, they could. I mean, depends what plan they have for the Christian Jungle Boy right. split up. But you know that would be you know two old former guys that put this match on the map. Blah blah blah. So you know, like I said, it's not about wrestling at this point. It's about getting Jeff better. But uh, actually, I, I I'm. I'm totally fine with the match not happening. I, as you said, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't even make, make sense to, to have it honestly. And I, it kind of, I mean, I don't know if Jeff cares about stuff like this, but it kind of would highlight the, the screw up that he's in. I mean, the sense that like, this was an opportunity for him to be in a new company with his brother and to, you know, yeah. finalize his legacy. And now it's just, yeah, now that's not happening. Yeah. And maybe that, I mean, that might not be enough, but maybe that's something that he could be like, oh man, like that's, I cost, I cost myself something now. And, and not only himself, he's now cost his brother. <laughs> right. Like he hasn't you know? really cost himself anything. I mean, he's, he's, he's got fired. He's been fired from WWE before he's, he had that match in <laughs> and TNA. TNA and, yeah. yeah. And so, he, I mean, he's cost himself things before. So maybe that doesn't matter to him, but that's true too. I don't know. It's but unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. And you know, like we said, we can only wish him the best, and we will know more tomorrow afternoon-ish, uh, because they could yeah. literally throw the book at him then. From what I was, and there's thinking. no, there's no, there's no point in you know speculating or, or anything yeah. that that feels wrong to do. But yeah, and hey, may, it, so what we they uh, <laughs> we will move on to. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Marina Shafir, Thunder Rosa earlier in the night, basically which I thought was very cool, set out an open challenge. Uh, she said, whoever feels good enough, let's go. Uh, I thought they had a solid match. Um, uh, the, the ending of the match was obviously why the match itself happened. Um, um, Marina attacked Thunder Rosa after the win. Rosa won clean. And Tony Storm comes down to make the save. Um 
does this put Tony Storm in the title hunt, or do you think it puts them as a team to get? I think they could go either way. I mean, especially we'll we'll talk about it more later. But the the Britt Baker stuff that happened on Rampage, um, I yes. think it could it could start off with them being a team, and then turn into them being against one another. And if they become a team, they have to name themselves Thunderstorm, right? I feel like they have to because I, oh, I want yeah. them to feud. I feel like they, I want them to feud <laughs> right. just for like the weather puns. Yeah, um, I mean, so and I, I, this is just me, but I want them to name their team Tony Rosa, <laughs> just because everyone knows it should be Thunderstorm, and yeah. then being like, "No, we're gonna call it Tony Rosa instead," <laughs> just to be, like, just to be funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very Simpsons thing. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be like Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa come together to form Tony Rosa, and someone be like, "Um, excuse me, uh, you know, you could have used Thunderstorm." Be like, "No, no, no, it's Tony Rosa." Yeah, duh. <laughs> Don't you get it? Obviously, it makes perfect sense. My yeah. name is Tony. Her name is Rosa. <laughs> right. It makes perfect sense. This is the best name we could come up with. And talk and like, <laughs> you know, it's been workshopped. We went. We put this in front of a focus group. They think right. this is the we we pay we paid a consulting company <laughs> to come up with this name. And this is our name, and this is what we're going with. And I know that's oh, not what they're going to do, because that's like a comedy angle, but I think right. that would be hilarious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I thought the whole... Uh, is Like I said, uh, me, me and you both thought the match was very good. Thought the match was good, but I thought the end was better, because I didn't expect that. Yeah, me neither. You know, I like earlier in the night, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, Marina's fighting for this title now. I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't get squashed again like when she fought Jade. Yeah. But they were both solid matches that I don't think hurt her. No. And I know that we, we mentioned this before the show, that it was a little bit of, you know, Yes. Yeah, which I didn't even notice until people started mentioning it. Um, so I don't Same know if here. that's a real thing. I don't know if that's a real thing or if that's the internet. Like, um, I understand people are upset that you know Thunder Rosa hasn't been on TV enough, and I get that. I mean, she's the women's champion; she hasn't she hasn't done that much in her reign. Right. Not there's no fault of her own. I'm not saying. I mean, she's had great yeah. matches. Um, but but I I think reading that into like oh she's there was some reports a while ago that she's upset with her role, and then I think people read that into oh she's upset with her role. That's why she's not cooperating in the match. And I think that's reading a lot into something. I don't I, know if that's that's and if that's real or if that's just people wanting to to imagine a situation i yes i i agree with you and again we don't know what's going on backstage so for that for people to say thunder rosa is you know upset with her position or whatever she i don't know she seems way too happy with her life (laughs) right see her in her in her blog and when you see her in other people's blogs like I don't think she would hang out with people and be around. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Cause that's how I am. Like, if I don't like you, I don't want to be around you. Or if I'm miserable, right. I don't want to be around people. And I, I uh, take it. I and mean, we've talked about this before. Tony Khan. I mean, he's, he has experience with dealing with sports teams and I feel like right. he would be, he would talk to them. He would talk to the wrestlers and be oh, like, we have absolutely. a big roster. We are not all going to get on TV all the time. Sometimes you'll have, you won't have anything to do on a show. And right. I feel like he'll explain it to them in a the sense that like, yeah, of course, that's that happens to everybody. I mean, Hangman is not on every show. Uh, you know, right. Adam Cole is not on every show. And especially right now with the Forbidden Door stuff. Like, right. This basic, the Forbidden Door stuff basically started, what, about a month after 
Thunder won the title around yeah. mid-May-ish. But it's been going on about a month-ish. So, like, they don't even have a women's division. In yeah, that makes it harder because so, they don't have anything yeah. for the, the women to do. So, yeah. what? And they have a full roster of, I don't know, there might be a, a hundred men in New Japan. But I mean, right. take the, the LA dojo and this dojo. Like, I mean, there might be over, maybe over a hundred. Yeah. That they got to get onto their three hours of television. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand that, like, yeah, I, I like Thunder Rosa. I think she has great matches. I think she's a great champion. I would like to see... I, the, the common the common point on a knocking point on AEW is they don't have enough women's matches in Dynamite, which I actually tend to agree with. I think they could put two agree. matches on... They could put two or three matches on sometimes, and their women's roster is... Maybe before it wasn't built up enough, it was a lot of inexperienced wrestlers, but mm-hmm. it's not anymore. And, and they could fit more on, but... Uh, Forbidden Door makes that difficult because they have yeah. to. They have no one. To, they're, they're building up a, a, a AEW versus New Japan thing, and they don't have women. Yeah, to, yeah. to build up and, against them. Uh, you know, maybe if, if Forbidden Door becomes an every year thing, you know, there were rumors that Stardom might have been part of this show, and that kind of fell, not necessarily fell apart, but it just maybe that was they were trying to get that, and it fell through. And oh, for people who don't know, Stardom is like the women of New Japan, but they're a separate company. So if people didn't know that. Uh, and I feel like maybe they'll do something. I mean, like like when WWE, when they started the show in Saudi Arabia, the women couldn't wrestle in Saudi Arabia. So right. the way they kind of even that out was they, after a couple Saudi Arabian pay-per-view, just to like be, okay, you've missed a lot of shows, so we're going to give you your own thing. And that makes sense. And that goes back to Ring of Honor used to run shows called Women of Honor. And right. it was on their regular television show. They would just have one full hour of women's wrestling. And yeah, I feel like maybe they could do something like that. Put it on, you know, half a dynamite or one rampage and just have, you know, yeah, three women's matches. Like, yep. Three or four. Like put them in and an hour. Yeah. That would be amazing. And I'm not gonna put it past them. I mean, everything and especially with this being Pride Month, everything that Tony Khan has done with the LGBTQ community in AEW has been fantastic. So I could right. totally see an all women's pay-per-view and all women's, maybe even like a, a women's month, you know? That, do... Yeah. That like mean, the women do deserve more. I mean, no one's going to say that they don't like their, yeah. their, their, this division is growing and it, there's getting better and it's it definitely deserves more, but to, to take that feeling and to, to turn it into, I think Thunder Rose is actually upset. So she's going to sabotage the match. She gets on dynamite. I don't think that makes, that doesn't even really make sense. Yeah. She has being, too much pride. <laughs> and, and why would you, I mean, women don't get very many matches on dynamite. They get one. Why <laughs> would you, as the champion be, you know what, that one match that we get, yes. I'm going to make sure it's bad. Yeah, I'll make like, us all why, look bad. Don't worry. Yeah, why would you do that? I'm going to make the whole division look bad as the champion. Like, no, you're not going to do that. Like, you saw her match against uh, Serena Deeb. Like, she's not going to. Yeah. She's not going to do a poor performance if she. Yeah, I, I don't believe that. And it all came from that one move when they were coming out of the corner. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Marina Shafir actually just couldn't get her up for the the suplex. Like, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, and it, or and it yeah yeah or something right. The yeah, I was just weight saying, wasn't even her. Yeah, Rosa thought they were going to do a suplex, and or and she went to do a DDT, and they just got tangled up. And okay, right. they messed up. It's, it happened. Yeah. But, uh, right after that match, uh, my boy Stokely Hathaway 
makes the challenge on behalf of Red Velvet. I love him doing this. Yeah, I think it's he great. It, he did it last week with Jade. He comes out and makes these challenges. Uh, on behalf of Red Velvet, he challenged Chris Statlander uh, for a match on Dynamite. Or Rampage. I'm getting my shows mixed up. I apologize. Uh, solid uh, little segment. It wasn't too, too long. Uh, Stokely is just incredible. He's put Jade, uh, we talk about it every week, as good as Smart Mark was as a mouthpiece. He's not a mouthpiece. <laughs> right. Stokely is a mouthpiece. And he, these girls just, you sit back and you act like a badass, and he just does all the work for you. And I think that it helps. So it helps Kira Hogan and, and Red Velvet more because I mean, Jade can talk. She she doesn't yes. necessarily need a mouth. She maybe needed a mouthpiece before, but she no longer does. Yeah, she um, no but longer I, does. correct. I don't recall Red Velvet saying more than like a couple sentences. She so did a stir it up thing. Yeah. So so she definitely <laughs> she she could benefit from having him around. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then. Main event of Dynamite goes back to the beginning of the sh- uh, conversation here. Kyle O'Reilly, who won the um, Casino Battle Royal versus Mock. All I could say is they beat the hell out of each other and they put on a wrestling clinic. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was, and not a knock against them, but that was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought I, I, I thought maybe I mean Mox fights a certain style of a you know more brawling violent style. Um, he can obviously wrestle, but he that's not his his chosen right. style. Um, and I didn't know how well he would work with with Kyle Roddy. They don't have any that I know of any history with each other. Like they don't have, but yeah, it worked. It was great. Uh, it was it was so well done. It was. Oh, it, it, just that night alone, Kyle O'Reilly was probably in the ring for over an hour. <laughs> and it makes me think AEW is sort of developing. And I know it's not its own style. It's more of a, a mixed style. But AEW is sort of developing its own kind of style now from, you know, the Mox matches, the Brian Danielson matches. The It's kind of, yeah, it's like it's like a, a technical, hard-hitting, sort of violent. Like, it's, it seems specific to them at this point. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> That's a great observation. It's, it's, it, it's not super violent, not super technical. It's not super lucha. It's, yeah, it's like a blend of it's. It's of not everything. you know. It's not the new. It's not the new Japan strong style. Just like strong striking. It's not just right. that. It's not just technical. You know, Bret Hart matches. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not ECW, but it's yeah. kind of a a a, thing, a, a mix, and I, I like it. I, I, I love it, and the, the styles of the guys, like, that I was watching um, earlier in the day today, Jay Lethal was on um, AEW Unrestricted, and he was talking about guys uh, with styles that, like, clashing styles, and right. he said uh, a, a wrestling trainer or a vet or something said to him one time, the wrestling is what makes your match, not you and not your moves. Or, yeah, and not your move set. It's the actual wrestling. So you want to wrestle a guy who is the opposite of you. You want people with different styles. Um, because if you have the same style, the match is boring. Like, if you're, in a, if you're a brawler, you'd much rather wrestle a 
guy that's technical and you guys both push each other because you're just used to going out and like, you know, throwing punches and chops and, you know, and he's used to, you know, chaining moves together. And if you think about it, that really does kind of make sense. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it was, it was a very good um, piece of advice that he received. He said he received it in wrestling school, I believe, or maybe he did a wrestling camp or something, but he said one of the old time vets told the class that, and I thought that was a really, it's interesting how those guys look at their craft. Yeah. Uh, and, and AEW has a lot of, you know, different styles. So it's, yes. it's interesting to see them go together. <laughs> it's not always going to work. I mean, every once in a while you get a match that 100%. doesn't work. But like... And that's what, <laughs> again, I'm not trying to bash WWE here, but that's what confuses me about them wanting everybody to be the same. Right. Be a cookie cutter, quote unquote, entertainer. I, I just don't understand that. But, uh, anyways, uh, Moxley and Kyle O'Reilly, they knocked. The, they didn't even hit a home run. They knocked the ball out of the park. Uh, AEW is making me care about Kyle O'Reilly, <laughs> which yeah. sounds a little odd because, like, I I don't I I always I didn't I didn't watch ROH, so I don't I what I know of him is is uh you know NXT, NXT stuff. NXT stuff. Um, and I know he had a bit of a, a singles thing towards the end after Adam Cole left. Um, yeah, didn't he have like their version of the Intercontinental title? Yeah, he had, like he a had, guitar or something. Yeah, he had sort of a little run afterwards. Okay. Um, but to me, he's always been a you know a tag team guy, and yes. he's always been a, you know not the main guy. He's you know Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish or Adam Cole yeah. and Kyle O'Reilly. He's never but like yeah, he's making me care i mean he's he he was impressive on on dynamite and that's that was a full circle moment for me because i remember when he was a rookie on roh and i thought that he was just a big nerd <laughs> yeah i mean he is kind of a nerd <laughs> well yeah he is kind of, so we're not we're macho yeah no we're <laughs> we're doing a podcast about professional wrestling like the coolest in people. our 40s yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was really cool to see him uh, come through, and I mean, it was awesome to see him in NXT too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I didn't right. watch it, but it was cool to see. Like that would that was like the equivalent of like a person that follows back to sports, like the World Juniors, and then. Um, you see them get drafted, right? And you like you've known them since they were fourteen or whatever. Like, I mean, right. I've known who he was since he's probably been eighteen, nineteen years old. So it was really cool to see him prosper like this. Yeah, and I mean, if this was the shot that they're giving him to, like, you know, this is your shot, he yeah. he nailed it. Like, oh, he, he definitely nailed it. it. Like he one thousand percent crushed it. And I mean, uh, no one thought he was going to win. There was no way Kyle Riley uh, was going to go to Forbidden Door to fight for the title. Like that wasn't going to happen. Exactly. But the time that he was given, he he did an amazing job. Yep. And it, and yeah, we've been saying this all night. It didn't hurt him. <laughs> he didn't right. get squashed. It, it it made sense why he was there, but it also made sense why he didn't win. <laughs> right. And and I like I don't want to turn this this to turn into like a everything AEW is amazing podcast because yeah. no no one wants to hear that, but they do do a really good job at the wins and losses matter the people who mm -hmm. win they deserve to win or they show or they show why they're winning 
I mean, matters. It elevates them, but they do a good job at like the loser doesn't look like a loser. Right. Right. <laughs> like you can, you can lose and, and, you know, lose well, you know, even like all the stuff that the backbone combat club has been doing with, you know, Wheeler Yuta and, mm-hmm. and everybody they've been facing, like they've even punk when he first came back and he was fighting, you know, guys who weren't his level really. Yeah. Yeah. But and every single time he made them look good every I time. He, he basically cemented Darby Allen. Right. And then he went on like to face, you know, even lower card guys. I don't even remember who he was against in the first fall matches, but it was guys who people thought like, yeah, they shouldn't be in the ring with CM Punk. Yeah. But yeah. they've, they've made it, they, he made it work and Danielson makes it work and Moxie makes it work. And that's why you have people get upset that like, Oh, the a the AEW guys have a, you know, they have a young roster. They have all this young talent. They're the AEW originals who should be stars. And I agree with part of that. But I mean, the mm-hmm. reason you have the Moxleys and the the Danielsons and the right. Punks and the, it's to to elevate. I mean, the elev- Kyle Riley because he he did had such a good match with John Moxley. He's better off now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of what Eric Bischoff and Hogan did to WCW. Right, exactly, and that's I think part of the reason why Eric Bischoff is so you know dismissive of AEW because he sees it as you have Hulk Hogan, he should beat everybody. And you should crush them and they should look like nobody's compared to Hulk Hogan because they're not Hulk (laughs) Hogan. Yeah. Whereas like, no, like the Moxley is better than Kyle O'Reilly. Like he's, he's a higher position in AEW, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean Kyle O'Reilly's bad. Right. (laughs) And he he doesn't have to run him over and like, you know, destroy him. He has, he can like, he can elevate him while also elevating himself. Uh, Yeah. And, and that he did that. That's exactly what he did. He is, just like Wardlow earlier on a totally different level in a matter of one show. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if that's AEW's booking. I mean, Tony Khan seems, you know, he's a good booker. He's, but like, from what I know about AEW is they also let the wrestlers do a lot of their own, you know, matches. Like they, they oh, script yeah. their own matches. They book their own matches. And this could just be Moxley is just good at what he, like he decided, you know, him and Kyle O'Reilly decided, okay, we're going to have a match where we, we, you know, we both do a, we, our best and we both end mm-hmm. up looking good by the end. I mean, this is a big match. This is a big stage and this is what we're going to do. And maybe they worked it out themselves and they booked it themselves. But either way, it was and, it was great. Yeah. And again, real sports. The right. champion doesn't always win. You know, right. uh, I mean, a, a UFC match can literally last 10 seconds. Right. <laughs> you know. Not like that happens. Uh, uh, yeah, like I mean, when CM Punk went to UFC, he got destroyed. <laughs> and, yes. and and to people who don't follow UFC, like you know, wrestling fans, they're like, "Oh, he's a total loser. Look how bad he got beaten in UFC." And I mean, he got beaten badly in UFC to the point where yeah. he didn't do it anymore. Like he didn't do well. But CM Punk could destroy me. Like he could yeah. he, he he could crush me in a fight. Right. Yeah, so he, like he held his own against guys that could kill an average person with their bare hands. Right. So like <laughs> the fact that he did anything is good, right? I mean Yeah. I, yeah, I won't I will never talk about anybody that does that. My my buddy John does that. Uh he does MMA. <laughs> we, we, we got a little drunk one time and I was like, dude, put me in a knee bar. And he's like, dude, I'm not doing that at all. It hurts. I'm like, nah, just like a second. And he's like, Yeah, and that second it hurts. I'm like, ah, come on. So we lay on the floor, and he's like, all right, on three, I'm going to put it on. It's like, all right. It was like a half a second. I, like, wanted to die. <laughs> I was like, how do these dudes do? And he was like, I told you. Yeah. I was like, dudes will sit in that for, like, two minutes while fighting. <laughs> it's like it was on for, like, 
I literally didn't even count the one. I was like, I'm done. My knee hurts. It's like it's like when you watch, you know, any professional sport and you're like, you know, that guy sucks. I'm like, yeah, maybe he's not the best guy there, but he would destroy you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like I could yeah. sit at home and watch TV and go, How did you miss that dunk? But like, yeah, I can't dunk a basketball. So like <laughs> Yeah. Here, so yeah. Yeah. It's it's insanity that people a think that way and B take professional wrestling that serious. <laughs> and like and and Moxley, this match showed you, like, you know, Kyle O'Reilly's not John Moxley, but it doesn't make him not good at wrestling. Yep. He's he's also good at wrestling. So like it it was perfect. It was what it needed to be. Yeah. And speaking of good at wrestling, we now know that Moxley is gonna fight freaking Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. Which I think he's been asking for for a while, has he not? Yes. <laughs> Moxie's wanted this match for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it was, didn't he actually call Tanahashi out like right before like the pandemic? I think he did. And then they, I forget who they sent. There was a pay-per-view where he called out anyone from New Japan. And I, is that when they sent um, Suzuki or they sent somebody else? They sent somebody. It wasn't Suzuki. They sent somebody else once. And, and he cut a promo where he was like kind of disappointed. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, I asked for the best and you sent me this guy. And it was still somebody right. that was awesome. Right. Oh, I can't remember who it was. I actually but, saw uh, someone mention, um, and it's a good point. I forget where I saw this. It was on Twitter or Reddit or something. Maybe it was an article. I don't remember now. But I should be giving credit for this idea, but I'm not because I don't know who it was. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll learn eventually. Moxley has kind of, he carried the, you know, forbidden door alone for a long time <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. when it when, when it was the pandemic and and you know the, obviously there was not much going on you couldn't go back and forth to japan he carried that as like he mm-hmm. was the guy who was gonna you know hold the 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 new japan u.s title he was the guy who was going to challenge you know pre- kind of unknown people from japan to a north american audience mm-hmm. um he was gonna you know push that as his thing and now that it's a an actual thing I mean, it is kind of nice that he gets to be in the, the main event and fight for the title. Yeah. And, I, and I, during that time, I think I tweeted out, and it was like, I, I like won Twitter for the day. I was happy with myself. <laughs> I tweeted out something like, oh, cool. If you watch WWE, you get to see Lesnar fight somebody again for like the 900th time. Meanwhile, John Moxley just challenged like all of Japan. Right. He doesn't care who it is. <laughs> right. <It's> like... <laughs> Right, <laughs> just like send me over a bunch of Japanese people. I'll fight them all. Like <laughs> it doesn't even matter. And and uh, I mean, there was the I mean, when 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 AEW first started. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming that when you know the Young Bucks and and Cody and uh, Kenny Omega left both ROH and New Japan, um, I think that kind of caused some ill will with New Japan. Uh, you know, Omega oh, yeah. was a hu- Omega was a huge star there, and he just left. Yeah, so. I could see that permanently damaging their relationship. Like they wouldn't want to work with them anymore. But I mean, Moxley kind of pushed for it. I mean, he, mm-hmm. when he came to AEW, one of the things he wanted was the freedom to go to Japan too. Yep. Absolutely. And he, he kind of pushed it as a, as a, you know, thing that, that they could do. They could have these matches with people from Japan who North American audiences might not know. And those matches could be good and it could be interesting. And like, lends to your theory about all of this being a work because now he gets to be in the main event of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, if I'm right on that, 
I, that might be on my gravestone. <laughs> I, I think I that it was a work. <laughs> I know we're gonna do a we're probably gonna do a Forbidden Door podcast Absolutely. to talk about talk about going into Forbidden Door. I think Tanahashi should win the belt. Oh, that'd be awesome. I think he should win the belt because nobody expects him to win the belt. Mm-hmm. I think he should win the belt because he doesn't work for AEW. And it would be cool to have him go to Japan and like have that title there. Yeah. And I think, and I think Wardlow made a point when you're, if you win the AEW title, but you don't beat the AEW champion, do you really have the AEW title? And it would kind of be weird for Moxley to be, I'm the AEW champion. When like, if he lost the match to CM Punk, it's like that reign never existed. And is, is he, is, is he a two-time champion or did he never actually win that belt? Right. It's, it's a little, yeah, that's, that's but I mean, if Tanahashi wins, (laughs) If Tanahashi wins it, who cares? He doesn't work for them. So he can take it. He can go to Japan for a month. He can defend it there. He can be on, you know, whatever shows they have in New Japan. And then when CM Punk's ready, he can come back to, to North America and lose it to him. And that goes right back to the beginning when we were talking about how's this going to be booked. And if they book it that way, everybody makes money. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Because, I mean, the yes. AEW is, you know, trying to enter the Japanese. You know, the, the, all of this is done for them to, to be bigger in Japan. Yeah. From what I, from what I, and I New Japan the opposite. They want to be bigger in the United bigger States. Here. Yeah. And it's, I mean, Dynamite and Rampage are now on New Japan World in the U.S. That's and absurd. That's so. Cool. And, and maybe we. I don't know stats. I mean, Tony Khan, I'm sure knows the stats, but I don't know how many people, how many Japanese viewers are watching Dynamite. I have no clue. Right. Yeah. But I think a lot more of them would watch Dynamite if someone they know is their champion. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. And just the other guys that you have, like, sprinkled in, like, if, I mean, Ishii has been here a few times, uh, Minoru Right, Suzuki. I mean, and they would know Hangman, they would know Adam Cole, yes. they would know, I mean, it would... Yeah, they'll know the box, they'll know Kenny, that's true, I never even thought of that. I still think Moxie's probably going to win, but I think it would be really cool if Tanahashi won. I agree, like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about that now, Tanahashi kind of makes more sense, because they can do exactly what you just said. They could bring the belt over there, and ha- that's never happened before. I mean, talk about visionary. <laughs> yeah, and you, you can't even your... say like, "Oh, now AEW is without their champion," because I mean, technically, this person isn't the champion, right? He's the interim champion. Exactly. So he it's, can it's... he can go off and do other things. See, uh, you might have just called something there. That's uh, that's a good. I think that would be cool. Personally, That'd I would like true. to see that. I'm totally. I'm all in on that. Excuse the pun. <laughs> uh Rampage this week was, uh, we talk about it every week while we're watching. And well, like I said, I, I watched on a little bit of a delay. So I wasn't texting you right on. Actually, yeah. a little <laughs> little funny story. Uh, it, it was like quarter to, it was like 10 minutes before the show was going to start. Uh, I literally put my phone on airplane mode because... <laughs> I wasn't going to watch. I wasn't right. going to have anything spoiled for me. Right. Uh, uh, Rampage. Eddie Kingston, Jake Hager. Did not see the way that this match went at all in any no. aspect of this match. <laughs> I thought it would. there would be some, from, some Jericho Appreciation Society yes. shenanigans. I thought there would be some sort of... I mean, that's not even how AEW... What made me think it is AEW doesn't usually have, you know, DQ matches or, you know, right. count out matches. They don't have a lot of uh, matches like that. But I thought Jericho could because his he's a sports entertainer. 
right? So I felt like that could, <laughs> yeah. that, that could be a sports entertainment finish. But I'm kind of glad that it wasn't. I, I liked the way it turned out. It was such a good back and forth. I mean, these guys told a story. And yeah, I don't. I, I, I haven't had much to say about Jake Hager because he hasn't done much. He mostly just, he wears funny pants and stands behind Jericho. Right? Much, but yeah. but I mean, I have a million good things to say about Eddie Kingston. And this match was yeah. it was good. It was better than I thought it would be. It was it did what it needed to do. It was yeah, it told and, a story. It was it was good. And going going back to the main event from um, Wednesday. Excuse me. Um, it took two spinning back fists to beat Hager, which I thought was cool. It made Hager look strong. Right. And I mean, it, you know, they, they put him over as being the MMA guy and, you know, it probably saw the first one come in and then you're like, Oh, okay. So they're going to make Eddie's Eddie's finisher look weak. Nope. It's the second one and pins him. And I was like, Oh, right. girl. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it made, it made Hager look good for getting hit twice. And it made yeah. Eddie look good. Cause I, I didn't think he'd go over clean and no, he did. And not at all. Yeah. And that was cool. It was so good. Um, it was, uh, it was just all around a very entertaining, pure wrestling match. It was so right. good. It was good. Uh, good stuff. Tony, yo, great stuff. Tony Schiavone comes to the ring, and or it was backstage. I can't remember where it was, but he backstage, backstage. Uh, interviews Britt. Uh, Brit doesn't need someone to interview her. I say this all the time. Brit is just money, money, money when you give her the microphone. But it's the little shtick between her and Shivani is awesome. Right. Uh, now, at the end, she kind of made a little little hint there about, like, the what she say? I forget the direct quote. It was like, the division doesn't miss me as much as the belt does or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think it was like I don't miss the title. The title misses me. Misses or me. Something. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Did this promo, in your opinion, did it put her back in the title picture? Yeah, it was. It was a little unexpected because I, I she should not be in the title head. I mean, she's had she, not know. that she's not good. She just should not be there for a while. I agree. Um, but I kind of like it in the sense that it makes it. It's a. It's a. It's a more layered storyline, and it's also more realistic. I mean, if you were women's champion in the face of the division for however long she was women's champion, um, you're not just going to lose it and then like carry on with the rest of your life. Like, it makes sense that she wants it yeah, back it, and absolutely. she might not actually ever go after it. She might not actually be in a match. It might just be her saying, I want the title back. But I like the fact that she remembers that that's her thing. Like she wants yes. the belt. Forget who said it. I think it's JR. Um, everyone in the company should want to be the champion. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like... Uh, playing any sport like if you don't want to you don't want to win the title of no matter if it's football wrestling you don't want to win it then you might as well quit because right and i get in professional you'll have personal issues you'll have your own you know thing that you want to deal with temporarily but i mean you say take eddie kingston he right now wants to beat chris jericho right but that doesn't mean he doesn't also want to be AEW champion yeah and that makes sense that's why he fought Jake. He said, you took that away. Like, he used the actual words. Jake Hager, you took that chance away from me. I thought right. that was awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Brett mentioning it, it, it makes makes a lot of sense. I don't think she's going to end up in a match for the title. I think this is just her talking mm-hmm. about how she should be champion. But I think it's cool. It's very cool. 
Um, and again, if, if they just go by what's going on month to month, I mean, like I said, but, you know, you know, possibly next month is like a Ring of Honor month. So, you know, Britt might not even have to do anything till Battle of the Belts, which again, that's August. Like that's the end of the summer already. Like, and we're yeah. only in June. So, so yeah, I wonder yeah, what she, I wonder what they'll do with her going forward. Because I mean, she's she's not going to win the title. She's not going to compete for the title, really. But what are they? She needs to get into something else. What's she going to get into? Uh, unless they debut like some women's tag titles or right that uh make a make a pacific title that's just for the women <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> that would be amazing all <laughs> pacific title that's classic uh I, I, there's also the um she could go after the ROH title i mean ROH yeah, really hasn't mentioned them making any signings yet so, right. and that's is goes. I mean, maybe that's kind of playing into what Hangman said. That's not the only title, right? You know? Yeah. That's so true. that we could do that. I, I even though I don't think she really, I don't want to say she doesn't. I, <laughs> I'm trying to say this in the nicest way possible. I, I think she has done too much. Like I think people need a little break. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, I think she needs to be in something. She needs to be doing something because I mean she's too good to not be on oh, yeah, TV. Yeah, like she needs to be doing something. But like it, it shouldn't be title related. It should be like I don't know. Yeah. Get her in a get her in a, a personal argument with somebody, or eventually her and Jamie Hayter are going to break up. Maybe that'll be a thing. Like something will happen. Yeah, uh, there you go. Or hey, um, <laughs> we don't have this in any of the notes, but you know, July seventh, uh, or well, yeah. July 7th is the last day of Paige's working contract with WWE. Right. You never know. She wants to wrestle again. Yeah, that could be yeah. a thing. So, again, that's coming in right in time for um, ROH, but that's also coming in right in time. And Britt could be like, excuse me, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and then they could just have a few. Let them go. Let the, yeah, Give them give the second half of the summer. Uh, moving on. Uh, Ortiz. Cut. Uh, an amazing promo on Chris Jericho. And this we're not going to stay on this for long, but the quote was, I'll take your hair, Chris. Then what kind of rock star will you be then? Yeah, that was good. Such a good line. It was a great promo, and it my, my, my confusion of last week as to why he showed up with scissors and cut his hair, they explained it, and it, yes. <laughs> there's a good reason. And it's yeah, it's great. That was good. And, and I, I wrote down here in the notes, I... I I think this was much needed and it's great to see Santana and Ortiz shine. And this makes me think this is Chris Jericho giving back to them. Yeah. He's going to put them both over. Uh, he's going to get his head shaved and see basically a uh, thank you for everything that we did with the inner circle. And all right, guys, go get it now. You don't need. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And they need to go on to a, I think they should be in the title picture. Definitely. So, Oh, they definitely need to they definitely need to be in the title um and then right after that i think it went to commercial and then we <laughs> we got like the one squash match but yeah it's, again it served purpose satnam singh i thought did it, he exceeded my expectations now they were low i did right. not usually when guys are like 
you know, seven plus feet tall, I automatically go to Giant Gonzalez. Apparently, he was a very nice, yeah. awful. There's very few big men that can move. Paul White could move. Right. Paul White could wrestle. This guy looks like he can move and he can wrestle a little bit, which is yeah, amazing to me. <laughs> I think he's not. I mean, he's not a superstar. He's not a no. He, he's he's not. But like. He could be, maybe. Like, I don't know how long he's been training for a while, but I don't know. Like, maybe he needs more time in the ring. Maybe he needs, maybe he needs an ROH run or something. But like, yeah, it was, it was. If they booked Satin Singh, Satin Singh in matches regularly, I would be fine with it. Like, he's fine. He's not yeah. like you're gonna watch it and go, oh, him again. He's so dull. Like, I don't want it. He's yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did fine. And if you keep him at that level of the card, like again, John Gonzalez wasn't his fault that no matter where he went, they put him in the world title. Match. right and <laughs> yeah no, no he was no, that, yeah he didn't so. he didn't ask to like immediately beat the undertaker right <laughs> <laughs> right so it, that just in a little side note there i thought he did very well and he looks like he could actually be something yeah which is a surprise yeah uh and going on we were talking about it earlier with um stokely hathaway challenge uh chris statlander and uh Chris and Red put on a fairly good match. Uh, that was a, Velvet, yeah, I love that match. That was a great yeah. match. I loved it. Red Velvet, again, we talk about it. She is such a better heel, but she's oh, also definitely. learning, also learning in the ring. She must yeah. be going to those classes that Regal and Danielson. Have. Yeah, no, she's her. She, we've said it before. She didn't do anything for me as a face, but as a heel, yep. like she's interesting she's a good character she has good matches um, chris Statlander is great i think she's chris, she might be one yeah. she's one of the best women on their roster like she's she's really good she is and very and red velvet did a great job with her yes uh and i like the way the baddies have been they lose and then it's old school i mean it's 1980s wrestling they talk smack they get beat up they lose and then attack the person from behind. It's amazing. Right. It's it. Right. You don't mess with a, 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 you don't with success. It works. Right. It's simple. It's it. simple, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. And that because that happened, Anna Jay comes down, runs down to save Chris Statlander. Um. Uh. What, what's I can't think of it. Kira Hogan, then jumps Anna Jay, then. You see the music hit, and Athena, you think she's going to run down. I thought they did this very well. For some reason, the one time that security and pro wrestling does a jump, (laughs) (laughs) they stop her mid-ramp, and it just sets up another stare down between I thought that was good because everybody, I mean, you're sitting there watching it going, let her go. I want to see it. You want to see it. And, And you didn't get to see it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was yeah, oh, the, the whole from the match to the way the match ended, as we talked about earlier, there's a means to an end with all this stuff. And here, here's my controversial opinion on this. Let's hear it. I think I think Athena shouldn't win the title. I think Statlander should win the title. Oh, okay. I'm okay. With Athena's that. good, and I like her, but I really like Chris Statlander, and I think Athena can do a lot of stuff without the belt. Um, she seems True. to have a more of a more of a She's going to have more built-in, not built-in, but she she seems like she has more of a personality. She can, like, have a feud with anybody, kind of. 
Um, okay. Statlander has been kind of lost for a while. She hasn't really, she means she's had good matches, but she hasn't really had a, a, a direction. And I think giving her the belt would do a lot for her. Uh, I, I totally agree. And what you said, if they make the, or if they keep the uh, TBS title is an open title, then Statlander wins. She gets the title. Her and Athena could have a little thing and then make it like, you know, a gentleman's agreement. You know, it doesn't have right. to be a gentlewoman's agreement. Excuse me. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be talk smack on each other. Right. Uh, you know, just like, hey, you know, you did your thing. Now, you know, we're friends. Can I get? Yeah, come on. Let's go. Yeah. And even right. if Athena beat her, I think I think that would be fine. I just think uh, yeah. Statlander being the one to beat Jade would be yeah. huge. And the problem AEW has right now is Britt Baker and Jade are clearly the tops of the division, which they should yes. be. I mean, they're, they're two of the yes. best ones they have there. Um, and elevating anyone else up to that level has been kind of a challenge. I mean, Ruby seemed like she was mm-hmm. going to get there and then hasn't. And then, you know, I think you could beat Jade and you could have it do a lot for Chris Statlander. And I think Athena will be fine whether or not she beats Jade. Like she's going to be, yeah, she's going to yeah, be at she's... the top, near the top, no matter what. Yeah, she's Athena's living off the name that she made for herself in WWE. She's living off right. Ember Moon right now, which, as she should, she was fantastic. Why they got rid of her? Well, we talk about that all the time. Why they got rid of any people? Right. Well, it was my mind, but um, I mean, I, and I wouldn't be upset if she won. If she won too, like I'm sure she oh, yeah, do a great job. Absolutely. I'm not saying absolutely. she shouldn't win. I would just say I just think Satlander should. Oh, absolutely. Um. Now, here's a question I'm going to pose to you. If if you were a wrestler and someone cut a promo on challenging God to a match, <laughs> how would you respond to that? Because I think Ethan Page did a hell of a job. Yeah, that was that was a great promo. Um, it was the, so good. To the point where you're like, why is Lambert even there? Like, he's just like off to the side. I don't think he said anything. No, like, I don't think he did either. It, it, yeah, like. It was, ah, oh, I say it all the time. Ethan Page. We need more Ethan Page. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, that's one of the reasons I'm glad they have that, the All-Atlantic title is for, you know, something for Ethan Page to do. And I, I want him to beat Miro. I, I personally, I, I want yeah, him to move on. <laughs> yeah, Miro doesn't need it. Uh, Ethan right. Page seems like he, he could, he, like, like I just said with Statlander, Ethan Page would benefit a lot from beating Miro, whereas Miro will be fine no matter what happens. Correct. And I would honestly like to see Miro like in the world title picture. Yeah. Uh, because I, he never got that rub in WWE. And I would right. just love, I would, that's per, again, personal thing. I, whatever they're going to do with him, I'm on board for because he's good. But yeah. I just think Ethan Page moving on and being in that four way would be. Amazing. And then, I mean, again, I don't care who wins it. Uh, You could have the men of the year both having titles that aren't tag titles. That's kind of a cool little caveat there. And Ethan Page, I mean, he clearly deserves it. He's done done great work. You're just saying it, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't didn't he move to the U.S. recently? Yeah, he sold you guys out. And of all places, he moved to Detroit. Yeah. No no offense to Detroit or Ethan Page, but 
I mean, <laughs> you went from Toronto to Detroit. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. There's way other better cities. Sorry for anybody I just alienated that listens to Detroit. Now you've ru- now you've ruined our Detroit audience. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We're sorry. <laughs> hey. Americans, where we just all talk smack on each other, so they yeah, pride in that. Uh, we're not nice. Uh, it's funny. Right. Um, it, uh, a buddy I follow who I've listened to his podcast forever. His name is Zoltan Hassis. He's a comedian. He just he was just in Toronto, ironically, doing uh, a comedy tour through Canada. He said he was sitting in a park, and he said, "Man, Canadians are so different than Americans." I, we were. I was sitting in the park, and I saw an elderly gentleman fall over. And not only did I not react and not do anything, but everybody else ran over to him. And I was like, "Oh, they're gonna mug that guy. I should probably <laughs> call the police." He was like, "Oh wait, no, they're helping him. Unlike me." <laughs> but that's the way we think. Like, oh, I don't want to get involved. Oh, those people are getting involved. Oh, I should probably leave because they're probably gonna fight right. him, and then I'll have to talk to the police. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm from. Anyways, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyways, main event, United Empire versus FTR and Trent. And I, I, they put on a show. <laughs> there, there, yeah. is, there is, I, I mean, for people, like, I understand it, when you're a pro wrestler, it's like, oh, like, me and you never played hockey against each other, but we totally could. We understand how it works. Right. Or even on the same team. Like, we might not mesh right away, but it, it'll work. Right. How these guys can go and do this <laughs> on right. little to no practice and then put a banger on like this. Yeah. It boggles my mind. It was so fun. So, I mean, I bet you between – all six of them, they ran 40 miles in that ring. Right. It was so fast-paced. Uh, it was the match of the night by far. My, match of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, and I I, I liked who won. I, my first thought was, oh, Osprey's making his debut. Of course he's going to win, but yeah, I, I like that, that he didn't. I like I liked that FTR in front won. That was good. They yeah. they Again, they benefit from the win, and it doesn't hurt the other team. Like, they – yeah, it was good. And- and again, there's means to an end. This is obviously going to set something up either between best friends, uh, chaos, that like it, it's there's meaning to it. And we'll find out more in the coming right. weeks. Like, like yeah. this was step one. Right. And it was a great way to end the week for AEW. And I mean, more, we're, we're, we still have some more to talk about here, but Osprey huge huge star uh dude is he's we thought uh Takeshita was a star I mean he makes Osprey makes Takeshita look like a rookie and right they're both young right and at the end of the uh, I can't remember was it called Dominion Dominion yeah okay at the end of uh New Japan Dominion Jay White didn't knock on the forbidden door. He kicked that, excuse my language, some bitch open. He's a little yeah. Austin language there. <laughs> Wins. He's the new IWGP heavyweight champion. 
And again, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Now, the second person in one week tells Hangman he's not worthy of Okada after right. Jay White just beats Okada. Right. He didn't say you're not on my level. He said you're not on the level of the guy I just beat. Right. Then he goes on to call out Kenny in the box and say, hey, if it wasn't for me, AEW wouldn't exist. And Adam right. Cole would still be working in that other place. Right. Yeah, that was great. I, I you know, I, wow. I made them leave. I ran them out of, of New Japan. And because I ran them out of New Japan, they started another company. And that's the only reason that, the, yeah, that was that great. They have jobs. Wow. Yeah, that was and great. Again, again, Jay White's like, what, 27? Yeah. 30? Like, for these dudes, like, we have like 30 years of them. <laughs> I, I wonder, with, with the Forbidden Door stuff, I mean, everything is opening up more now, and hopefully it stays that way. And yes. How much back and forth do you think they'll be? Do you think this this Forbidden Door stuff is going to end in the end of June, and they won't talk to each other? You know, they won't talk about New Japan for a while until they have another Forbidden Door event or whatever they decide to call it. Or is this going to be a sort of thing where they, Jay White sometimes is on dynamite? Well, I know, I know, Jay White and maybe Osprey both live in the states. Yeah. I think they both live in Florida. So they are available. Now, again, once I don't know if New Japan, I don't know their restrictions. I don't know if they're running shows regularly. So, you know, they might just be back home or they might be back here in the States now because they're not necessarily needed. I don't know if New Japan runs weekly, monthly. I don't know. That's actually works. something that's interesting. When we're talking about Tanahashi going to winning the AEW title and going to Japan. Yeah. And being with him. Would Jay White take the IWGP title to AEW for a while? Like, is that I mean, the trade-off? Is that I the mean, trade-off that AEW loses its world title, but New Japan loses its world title? Like, you know, they 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 that, swap for a little bit. That makes sense. And the that title, well, the the IWGP was that the U.S. title. Lance Archer defended it on uh, on AEW during the pandemic. Right. So, uh, you know, they acknowledged that he was. Uh, New Japan champion. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, oh, see, he's one I just forgot about till right now. He's in, yeah. he's in the group with Ishii. He's in the, the G1 climax, isn't he? Yeah. Searcher? They just yeah. announced him in that. Yeah. And he's in like the, oh, I forget what it's called. It's yeah, not, I know what you mean. It's like, it's like Bullet Club, but it's Ishii's group. Yeah, it's uh, his group. I forget what it's called, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I've just remembered that right now. Like, there's so many guys that, that can go both ways in this at this pay per view. I feel like there's a good chance that at least I mean, it's not going to be the level that it is now, where like they're going to talk about New Japan every week. Right. Um, but I think there is going to be some level of just if things are open, people will go back and forth sometimes, and they'll just have, you know, once in a while, you know, Moxley will go to Japan, or Danielson oh, will sure. go to Japan, or or you know, Jay White will have a you know, a, a month in, in AEW. And, and spe- oh, God. I just think that's cool. That's all. Oh, I think it's fantastic. And, like, the way that these guys, like, um, uh, Wheeler Yudo was just in the Super Juniors. Right. Uh, you know, send a guy over there for a tournament. You know, yeah. let him get acclimated to the time change. So, like, you I mean, apparently that's one of the time. reasons Danielson signed with AEW is because yeah, they'll, they'll give him that, do- op- that ability, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to do the G1. So, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, again, it's just fun. 
and and it know. makes you think. I think I I, I talked to you about this. I talked to you about this earlier before we got on the, the podcast. Um, we mentioned it a bit now. Could is Jay White took a shot a little bit at Omega. Um, yeah. The Good Brothers are with Jay White. The Good Brothers yes. are also allied with Omega. Um, he kind Ooh. of he didn't really <laughs> take a shot at Adam Cole, but he kind of took a shot at Adam Cole. Um, yeah, he's Adam Cole has a team. Adam Cole has you know Red Dragon. Um, he took a shot at at, Ken, at a Hangman. Hangman, you know, doesn't really have anybody right now, but he could have the Bucks. Yeah, is this going to be a is this going to be a thing? Oh, it should be. <laughs> yeah, it totally should be. Oh. And where where are the Good Brothers going to go? Where is Kenny going to go? Where are the the Bucks going to go? If if you know Kenny and the Bucks split up, are the Bucks going to leave him? Are they going to side with right. Hangman? Are they going? That could be a whole thing. The good the Good Brothers are. I, I was when I was watching that um, that post uh, Jay White um, promo that he did. The Good Brothers are. 100% the outsiders like they act like them they right they, like and 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 not in a bad way like it's not annoying it's not it's not overdone but it's like if you quit watching wrestling in 1999 and then I showed right. you a promo then you're like wow those guys are the outsiders right like, that, that's all in that I think it's really cool their little you know underhanded uh tribute to the outsiders and there's just like so many i mean just with the good brothers alone and the good brothers aren't even like they're not even close to being the best wrestlers in this group of people that we just talked about i mean they're, they're... <laughs> right. yeah yeah even even just with them alone there's so many possible routes this could go i mean they are allies with hangman they are i mean with kenny yeah. they are allies with jay white like they're in they're they've been in AEW. they've been in impact they've been in uh new japan if yeah. this turned into a you know a feud you know a battle between different mm-hmm. groups where where are they going i mean even that is interesting enough and they're not they're the least interesting guys in this group yeah and not even and, knocking them but i mean they're not kenny omega they're not hangman they're not I, yeah. jay white so like they're yeah this is this it's, has to be it this can't be the end of it it doesn't end at the end of june and they stop talking about no, this no no this, has to, a, this there, has to keep going yeah it it, it there, there's too much for there to be any uh, finality in any of that, especially by the way that AEW does things. You yeah, know, Tony Khan likes to he likes to like stretch things out, let things breathe, let you get invested. Right. And I think Forbidden Door is, I, I, in my opinion, again, I don't know anything here. This is just my opinion. I think that is going to be the first step. And then they're going to see how much money they made. They're going to see the pro wrestling tea stores go through the roof. And they're going right. to say, oh, okay. okay. And it won't be a thing that's necessarily there all the time. Like they right. might go no. for a while yeah. without talking about it. And then it comes yeah. back. Yeah. It, the, the, you know, like we were saying earlier about uh, Casino Battle Royal, you know, Jay White or Tanahashi or Ishii, those guys could be wild cards and things. Uh, right. You know, just little things like, hey, make a call and say, hey, send uh, send Bullet Club down. Uh, you know, we, we want to the, – the Bucks want to do a thing. You know, right. or, 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 oh, we'll send you the Bucks. Send us someone for Wheeler Yuta. Or, right. you know, it's just going to go – I think you're and right. And it's not, it's it's not like a 
necessarily like it's not an invasion storyline it's not like no. one company is trying to take over the other company but it is yeah. kind of what they wanted with like you know the nwo is the original plan for the nwo from what i can tell from eric bischoff is they were going to be their own group they were going to be a company yes. they were yeah. going to be their own wrestling company and they would be separate from wcw and that's how yeah. they would do this and this is true it's two actual independent companies like they're completely separate they didn't yeah I mean, AEW, yeah. like Jay White, Jay White would say AEW came from New Japan, but New Japan, yeah. uh, AEW would say we didn't. We're our own company. So, it, yeah, it's has a lot of places to go. It's very fun. So, yeah, and... to the point where it's like it's too easy to get excited to the point where, like, I feel like a giant nerd being like excited about like, what's Japanese wrestling going to do next? But like, <laughs> I am. Yeah, so. I haven't been here for a while. <laughs> I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't scared. Uh we had our second fan question ever. Yes. From Dan E. Dangerously on Twitter. And he asked, he would like some help reconciling his lifelong Chris Jericho fandom. <laughs> yeah. So, I understand that. Um, totally. It just came out recently. I think that he had a fight with MVP, apparently, yes, at one yeah. point. Um, Jericho, I'm talking about, not any, uh, yes. not our, our Twitter follower. Um <laughs> So I can see thinking, uh, you know, Jericho, you may not agree with him personally, or mm-hmm. you may think that he's done something in his personal life that you wouldn't have agreed with, um, but you like his wrestling. And I can see that being a, I mean, that's not an issue with just wrestlers. That's an issue with everyone. I mean, you can think, sure. you know, Kanye West is a, yeah. is a good rapper, but like, can yeah, you reconcile you his, his music with how he acts as a it's personality a as a person yeah. in his regular life right so i, I yeah. understand that and um, sometimes it's hard to separate a person's personal life from their their work and their art to say yeah, um and it seems to be that's a problem that comes up a lot there's, there's a lot of bad bad people in wrestling yes, who you like yes, to see are, who you who you like to see wrestle so i i get yes. it totally. and it's i mean personally to me i see it as like a it's a case by case basis. You think did the person do something bad enough personally that you can't overlook it? That every time you see them on TV, you now think of something else that they're mm-hmm. other than their on screen character, or can you forget about it for a bit? I mean, just just enjoy Chris Jericho, the the sports entertainer. Yeah, and, I don't know. And Jericho, I mean, it was uh, him and MVP didn't agree on something politically. It's right, everybody in the United States right now, but I don't care about that. You know, that's a Chris Jericho's personal choice, and B, I could care less. It, it, I like Chris Jericho the character, and uh, Chris Jericho. I don't want to either. <laughs> I want to know, like, I want him to be the obnoxious. Rock and roll up. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, And I, I mean from wanna... what you can what I know about Chris Jericho is is, you know, his Twitter account and like what he does in interviews. Like I don't know Chris Jericho. Um and from what I can tell is his Twitter account, he even tries not to go exactly. too far. You know, he believes certain things that I yeah. not don't necessarily believe. Um agreed. But he's not over the top about it publicly maybe if you know him it's like i can understand why mvp might have gotten a fight with them because they know each other personally they're they yeah they have a different relationship than i would with chris jericho exactly um so maybe 
personally they don't like each other or they have disagreements that they can't get over and but i don't know chris jericho and so and that that's that's between them but at the same time mvp needs to like act like a 50 year old man (laughs) you don't just go and randomly attack a person because you disagree yeah yeah uh and but i get it i mean i understand and that that's that's my personal i i understand you know an entertainer doing something in their personal life that you just that you just can't overlook um yeah thinking you know especially in wrestling there's many yeah (laughs) and thinking that i think it has to go on a personal individual basis and be like for sure can you watch him have a match and not think of the other thing that he did and if you can, then fine. If you can't, if it's like every time you see him, you're annoyed because then I understand you don't want to see him in the ring. I get it. Yeah. Um, oh, totally. And, and and I think it cuts both ways. I mean, when you look at someone like, you know, Mick Foley or Brian Danielson, like from all we know is they're good people, like legitimately yes. good people. And yes. that that helps them. I mean, when I see a Mick Foley match, I don't just think of him falling off Hell in a Cell. I also think about like all the good things that he does and like nice things yeah. that he does. Um yeah. Absolutely. And people are, and people are complicated. I mean, you said before we've seen John Cena. I didn't watch it, but John Cena on like Total Divas or Total Bellas <laughs> oh, is that was, yeah. <laughs> is not the nicest guy, right? He's not someone that you want to like hang out with. <laughs> right. But but John Cena with, you know, Make a Wish Kids is amazing. And, yeah. I mean, he's he's unbeatable with that. So like, and, I mean, it's it's tough. It's hard yeah. because we don't actually know these people. We don't know them as real people. We know what they put out there. Exactly. Um, and sometimes you can overlook it and sometimes you can't. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that you know, famous people have done that you just will not overlook. Like, you just can't. Yeah. And I understand not yeah. being able to, yeah. to overlook it. I get it. It's, that, I just think it's, it's a personal thing. I, I don't know if anyone can tell you how to feel about this. And, and yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It, it's it's a personal decision, and it's you know it, it's meant to have fun. And like you said, I, I also follow Jericho on social media, and Jericho lets you in a little bit, like you said, but it's still he's still character, and yeah. he knows that butter that's he doesn't want i mean he might be the most boring human being on the face of the earth so when he's not chris jericho like he right. tweeted out hey i read the new york times today and you're like right. i don't care <laughs> like you know my yeah. stocks are doing well i don't care you yeah know, tell me that you're going on tour and you're awesome and you know and i and i get it to the point where if you think that whatever he does is personally in his personal life is just so bad oh that absolutely. you that you can't yeah. that you can't reconcile that i get that i mean i totally. i totally get it I, I mean not to not not to get into to hockey again but when the right. when the penguins went to the white house and there was controversy around it i could i could definitely see both sides on that um one side of you know they're trying not to be political and they're trying to do their role and then the other side yeah. of like no but i disagree with with what's happening right now yes so i don't think they should be humoring that and i, I both sides are are correct both yeah both sides are correct and that 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 was the greatest analogy to we'll we'll, you know we'll we'll stop it right there that that was the best analogy you could have because it it they weren't breaking the tradition and yes they were the champions and it wasn't the most popular opinion 
because of who was in office. But do you really want to be that team, though? <laughs> and, know, like, and and no matter but, what they – I don't want to turn this into a hockey podcast. But at no, that no. point, I didn't agree with them going. I thought they shouldn't have went. But no matter what you do, it's political. Because if you don't go, it's political. Well, if you do was, go, it's political. Yeah. It's like – that's the world we live in now. Things are just political. Like they always are. It's yeah. it's society now. Um, and it's hard. You could ignore Chris Jericho if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that you – I mean, you have the remote in your hand. If, if you can't get over, you can mute the TV. Still watch the, yeah. you know, still watch the product. If he's on uh, commentary, if he's wrestling, turn a channel. I mean, and I don't think you have to think. Oh, now I can't watch. You know, I wrestling. now yeah. I've, you know, or now I've now I've liked Jericho for twenty years, and uh, he's my favorite wrestler. And now I have to pick someone new. And now that might suck, but like you can still have liked Chris Jericho when he was in WWF or WWE and yeah. not like him now. And that's fine. Yeah. Like you can yeah, just I mean, decide you don't, you don't like him anymore because of whatever. And mm-hmm. that's, you don't have to like him if you don't want to. Totally. Totally agree. That was a lot of talking to say nothing, but it's what no, I do. It's, it's, it's what we all do. We, we just talk for <laughs> well over two hours. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but Danny dangerously, Thank you for the question. I hope we helped you. Or if not, we really confused you. And you probably forgot why you even wrote in that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a definitely a great topic. It's something that, you know. Oh, for sure. Everyone deals with and everyone wants to. It's, it's a good thing to bring up. It's something, especially in wrestling, because there's, and we've all seen Dark Side of the Ring. There's a lot of uh, shady characters in this business oh, that there's... you. <laughs> that you don't like personally, but you like them in wrestling, and it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a lot of overlooking stuff. That's what I'm it, saying. It, it, you're you're absolutely right. It's 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 the business of carnies, and it's like that's what these people are. I mean, not everyone. Like there are good people there, but there are some people in wrestling that have done some things that the black eye will never heal in the wrestling business for what they have done. I'm not, I'm not going to drag this out, but I mean, even Vince McMahon has done a lot of things that, that I wouldn't want Vince McMahon to have done. Um, And, and the way, even the way Vince McMahon runs his company today, I don't necessarily agree with, but that doesn't mean I'm not like, I still want to watch the attitude area and think it was awesome. And like, even watching the attitude era, I can go, a lot of this isn't appropriate. I shouldn't, I, I don't, yeah. I don't agree with this now. Right. But like, yeah, but you agreed with it then. And does that make uh, it's, it's all complicated. It's a rich yeah. tapestry as they like to say. Never heard that one, but that's, that's <laughs> a very good. That, that's an awesome saying. I never heard that. That's a great saying. There you go. Uh, yeah. But you know, we're wrapped up. It's been another week. It's our longest one yet. We went, man. Like AEW has been. Delivering. There was a lot to talk about, and a lot of it was great AEW stuff, and a lot of it was you know unfortunate stuff that yeah. news news. But and yeah, and th- th- this was our first uh, dabbling into dealing with breaking news. So if things change from when we started this two and a half hours ago to now. And there's more news. I apologize because I haven't been on the internet while we were doing this. And and in between now and when we actually it actually get up it gets uploaded and posted, um, things could completely change. And yeah, if, if we're wrong, we're sorry. 
Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll keep you updated on the Twitter and everything. Uh, yeah. If we were wrong with anything. Um, well, we, we can't end yet because we haven't talked. We'll just say the word hook because we talk about hook every week. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, there you go. But yeah, it's been another fun week. Uh, it's what it's Monday night right now. So, you know, two days, uh, we have dynamite and we'll, uh, Catch you guys next week. Rick, you have any ending words? No, I'm good. I, I've talked more than enough. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right, guys and girls, thank you very much for the listens. Don't forget, like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Elite Pod. Uh, Elite City Pod. Elite City Pod. I'm sorry. Elite City Pod. <laughs> uh, and I'm looking at it. That's the sad part. I'm looking at the Twitter right now and I just read it right. Uh, and if you want to give us questions that we can meander on yes. about for a while, feel free. That that that's great. Yeah. Oh, questions are fun. Keep them coming because it it throws us off our game a little bit and makes us think on our feet. It's it's really fun, and the podcast itself is fun. So we're gonna keep doing it as long as you keep listening. Because again, thank you. Most listens two weeks in a row. You're, you're every week we're getting more and more. So let's keep that trending and. Um, Well, that's it. Until next week, we will see y'all later. Bye.